and we are live how's everybody doing tonight you are watching and or listening to abo live thank y'all for being here you could be almost anywhere in the world but you're right here with me live on the show and i appreciate y'all for that we got a whole lot going on all over the internets all over social media all over the streets all over television politics dc everywhere rest in peace ruth Bader ginsburg but guess what life goes on what are we going to do going forward are we going to appoint a new supreme court justice and get them confirmed before election day times are wasting the clock is ticking this is september the 19th november will be here in a blink of an eye we got the senate what are they going to do to stop us or you guys didn't want to so what we had the power back then in 2016 to stop it and we got the power now so what's up what are we gonna do and it doesn't even matter because trump's gonna win again what would happen if they say all right wait till after the election and then trump wins again what are they going to they're going to they try to stall them out because some states are going to need an extended amount of time to do a count of all their votes because they enable all the mail-in ballots and it's going to be chaos in these states but you know what once you reach 270 you won't need all the states in question think about that if you get 270 it don't even really matter california can still be up for grabs it's fine we still won 270, 270 electoral votes we're in there once you reach that that finish line of electoral votes you'll be good to go we'll talk about rbg kim clay sit new gang rich nashville mayor and more on tonight's episode of abl live and i thank y'all again for being here you could be almost anywhere in the world if you like what you're hearing so far if you enjoy the content give me a thumbs up on the video like the video share the video do all that good stuff if you listen on your favorite audio streaming platform whether that be apple itunes google play spotify stitcher anchor uh cast box whatever you got give me a five-star rating give me a review give me a share whatever you can over there i thank you for doing it we got a whole lot going on it's a whole lot happening it's so many things going on i couldn't even put it all in the title uh rbg newt gingrich kim Classic. what else the nashville mayor the nashville mayor one was crazy um let me see um hold on what else Oh, the 1776 Commission and critical race theory. Yeah, we got to talk about that. We got to talk about a lot tonight. We're going to get into it all. First things first, RBG. Now, rest in peace, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. She was, I think, what, 87 years old? And I believe she had pancreatic cancer. If I'm wrong about that, let me know. But um, uh, she passed away from that. Now... It's unsad. It's really sad. It's unfortunate. Prayers out to her family. But let's not act like nobody saw it coming. We've been talking about Ruth Bader Ginsburg for years. Even during Obama, they were wanting her to retire so Obama could replace her. Remember? I remember. This is before Scalia passed away. This is before that. This is like 2013, 2014. I remember that. Because she was old then. And she was having issues then. So I was like, okay, go ahead and retire right now so Obama can name your replacement. But she didn't do that. And unfortunately for her, she is not here anymore. So that's that's just really sad for her family. But for us, it's like, okay, we have to fill the vacancy. 
you can't just leave the Supreme Court open. One thing you got to understand here is this. What if this whole thing with the election goes off the rails and goes into court and then has to go to the Supreme Court, but you got eight people in the court and you deadlock? How are you going to fix that? You have to fill the seat. That's just what it is. Now, people are trying to compare it to a situation happened with, with Gorsuch and who was that? Um, Merrick Garland. Understand this. Barack Obama was in his last year of his presidency. He could not win again. That's first of all. Second of all, we had the Senate in the Republican Party. We had the Senate. We controlled the Senate. If the Democrats held the Senate, they would have confirmed Merrick Garland. That's a fact. But we flexed our power back then, which is kind of rare for the Republican Party. And nowadays, at least. We flexed it and said, you know what? We're not going to confirm Merrick Garland. Don't even do it. There's no point. You know, because he was wanting to do it. Let's not get that twisted. He was wanting to do it. Obama was. He, he had he announced him and everything. Let's put Merrick Garland forward. And there was this whole big shaming thing. Oh, you guys are ridiculous. You don't want to see the Supreme Court go forward. You're leaving the vacancy. You got all kind of stuff going on. Ruth Bader Ginsburg back then, what did she say? There's no rule saying you can't uh, fill a vacancy in the last year of a presidency. She said that in 2016 when the whole Merrick Garland thing was going on. Hillary Clinton said a similar thing. Matter of fact, let me pull Hillary Clinton's quote up if I can find it. Uh, I'll put it on my it's on my Twitter. Matter of fact, okay. Matter of fact, I'm gonna put it on the screen. It's gonna be kind of difficult to read if you're not on a 80 inch flat screen, but it's fine. Just so you know, I'm not making it up, and it's right there in front of you, just so we're on the same page. Um, can I zoom? No, not really. Whatever. You're not going to be able to read it. I'll read it for you. Hillary Clinton's statement on the passing of Supreme Court Justice Antonin Scalia. Hillary Clinton issued the following statement on the passing of Supreme Court. Okay. My thoughts and prayers are with the family of and friends of Justice Scalia as they mourn his sudden passing. I did not hold Justice Scalia's views, but he was a dedicated public servant who brought energy and passion to the bench. Very well stated thing. Great statement straight from the PR office. But it doesn't stop there. There's more. The Republicans in the Senate and on the campaign trail, talking about Donald Trump, because it's 2016, who are calling for a Justice Scalia seat to remain vacant, dishonor our Constitution. The Senate has a constitutional responsibility here that it cannot abdicate for partisan political reasons. That's Hillary Clinton. Now, she can't come out and say a word about uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg and the vacancy. She can't say a word because with Obama, he was in his last possible year of presidency. This is year four of his second term. He cannot run again or be in office beyond January 2017. He was done, right? With Trump, this is his first term. His first time is not over until January of 2021, but he will probably be elected again. So either you're going to do it now or you're going to do it later. It'll still be the same situation. It'll just be a gap in between some cases going to the Supreme Court or, you know, or whatever's going on. So Hillary Clinton said it. The Democratic Party said it back then. Ruth Bader Ginsburg herself made it political. ABL, don't politicize her death. She politicized it, allegedly, according to the granddaughter. The granddaughter said her dying wish was to not have her seat filled until after the election. And what are they doing right now all over CNN, MS-13, DNC, ABC, etc.? Her wish, her dying wish, was to not have that seat filled until after the election. 
honor her wishes. Honor her wishes? What? Since when did Ruth Bader Ginsburg um, legislate from the grave or, or create, you know, like it, you were in the Supreme Court, not legislative branch, and you can't do so when you're not here anymore. So nah, their own statements make me believe that if they if they were in a situation, like let's say it was uh, Barack Obama's first term, right? And then a Supreme Court justice passes away, a conservative. Like let's say Scalia passed away in Obama's first term and they controlled the Senate. Do you think they will be talking all this stuff about, oh no, don't, don't feel it, wait till after the nah, they feel it right away. They feel it immediately. They would have, they already got a short list who they want, you know, they already know who they want. And the case of the REBG, it was pretty much well known that she didn't have much time left because you can't live forever and she had been very sick. So it was like, okay, we need to have the person on standby because we gotta be able to get this thing moving. This is not just a matter of, you know, feelings or nothing like that. I don't have anything bad to say about Ruth Bader Ginsburg necessarily. Okay, I could, but I don't really have anything. I'm looking at the facts. Her her granddaughter, whoever, allegedly said that Ruth Bader Ginsburg's request was to not have that seat filled until after the election. But she said in 2016 that it's not in the Constitution that says that you can't do that. It's okay to do it. It's not really a big deal. She advocated for what she was against in her dying day just four years ago. So I'm just trying to figure out which one is it. I think we should fill the seat. That's just me. It, it is what it is. You know, it, it ain't exactly Mark. It's ain't, make a, it's ain't make a wish foundation. No, it's not. That's it. You know, I don't, I didn't know Miss um, Ginsburg. So I'm not going to be over here mourning. I don't know her. People die every day. I don't mourn for everyone that dies. I'm not going to, you know, celebrate a death either, but I don't, I'm not going to be, I don't know them. You know, when I got close family that died, I'll mourn for that. But, you know, at the end of the day, this is a vacancy that has to be filled because you're talking about very important cases that are coming to the Supreme Court. And if they can't get decided, if you got a four to four split, that's going to be a problem. That's going to be a big problem. So I'm thinking Amy Comey Barrett, that'll probably be your next pick. She was top of the list when Brett Kavanaugh got confirmed. And we saw how they treated Brett Kavanaugh. Oh, my goodness. We saw how they treated Brett Kavanaugh. So I don't want to hear anything about the right doing anything uh, malicious or anything as it relates to trying to fill that seat. I'm not trying to hear anything. They treated Brett Kavanaugh like trash, like trash. They had all kind of false witnesses. What was that Christine Blasey Ford? People making up stuff. It, like the left are crazy. They talk about conspiracy theorists on the left. Oh, you guys, the QAnon. You guys believe in conspiracy theories? Ten four hat. But it's them who believe in the conspiracy theories. Okay, the things that QAnon are talking about come true. This whole uh, child sex trafficking thing is actually happening. You can see the stories in the news, local news, national news, left, right, center. You can see it happening. But what about the whole Russian dossier thing that Democratic Party are still on? Uh, shout out to Tim Pool. I watched a little bit of his Tim Pool IRL show, and I'm not sure who the guy was on there talking to him because I'm not, I just don't know. But <laughs> He was saying that the one thing that the left said about Trump that made him throw his hands up and be like, okay, pardon me for touching the microphone. 
the one thing he saw that was just over the top was when they were trying to say that Trump had been a Russian asset since the 80s. It's like, really, you think Trump has been a Russian asset since 1987? Is Really, is that what you think? So all the popularity, being on television shows, movies like Home Alone. So all of that, that was just the Russians doing what, though? For what? It's like that movie Salt, where you're like born here, and then 30 years later, you execute some kind of crazy scheme to overthrow the government. Is that what's going on? I mean, conspiracy theories, watching too much TV, getting triggered and butthurt over nothing. Well, over something, getting triggered and butthurt over what the media tell them to be triggered and butthurt about. It's crazy. It's, it's totally crazy. But I say that to say this. We got to fill that seat and keep it rocking. That's, that's it. Like I said, nothing um, against Ruth Bader Ginsburg and her family, but this ain't even that. You know, if somebody if somebody admired her or they knew her, they loved her, they can mourn, and that's, that's fine. I don't want to stop them from doing that. This is aside from that. This is not her seat. The seat belongs to nobody. The seat is only occupied by those that are there. The presidency is occupied by the president's. But it does not belong to any one man because it can be taken. Like you have a finite amount of time that you're there. You you fulfill that role for a certain period of time and then you pass the torch. That's just what happens. Okay. It does not singularly belong to any one person. It belongs to the country. That seat is our seat, the United States citizen, the taxpayer. It's ours. Same thing as the presidency and everybody else. And we elect, meaning hire people in office and then they appoint those who fill certain offices or they get elected themselves. That's how the system works. And it works pretty well. We got the best country on planet earth bar none. Now Trump had a very measured response to Ruth Bader Ginsburg's passing very measured, very presidential. They say Trump, he ain't presidential. He can't do X, Y, and Z. I can't tell. He was very presidential. 100%. Matter of fact, I'm going to show you that if you've not seen it. This is on my Instagram page, by the way, Instagram.com forward slash Anthony B. Logan. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y. The letter B, don't get triggered by this, L-O-G-A-N.com. All right, put it on the screen right quick. And if you're not watching the screen, just you could be able to hear it. And, oh, by the way, context here, Trump had just got done with a rally. And there is music playing. I did not add the music. Nobody added it. That, that was playing at the rally and he was right by there because he just got done with his speech and he was leaving. So let's check it out. She just died? Wow. I didn't know that. I just, uh, you're telling me now for the first time. She led an amazing life. What else can you say? She was an amazing woman. Whether you agreed or not, she was an amazing woman who led an amazing life. I'm actually sad to hear that. I am sad to hear that. Thank you very much. I mean, that was perfect. Can't get no better than that. Very, very good answer. Great answer. Perfect, straight, short, sweet, straight to the point, no politics, nothing, right on point. Now, the left, on the other hand, have not had a, a, a very good reaction to this whole situation unfolding, all right? 
I gotta tell you this right here. And if you got kids in the room, cover their ears because there is some cussing. It's not my fault. You gotta blame the white man for the cussing, or in this case, the white woman. I'm not sure what they identify as, but let's keep it on rocking. We we gotta watch this. You guys might have seen it, but we gotta watch it again. If you got cussing, in, it does have cussing. In, so if you got little kids, cover their ears. Tell them, hey, don't listen to the crazy quote unquote lady in the video. Oh, that that was the wrong one. <laughs> I, I took a snippet of that, and I was like, when you step on a small dog by accident, <laughs> that's that's the kind of noise she made. Let me, let me get to the right one. <laughs> let, me, let me get to the right one. Hold on one second. Give me a minute. And we're gonna go ahead and go over here. There we go. Here we are. Holy fucking shit, you guys! I'm driving your car, but I just got a notification that Ruth Bader Ginsburg died! Fuck! Could this year get any fucking worse? Ruth, you just had to make it to 2021! Ah! <laughs> and you know what? That person right there was dead serious. I thought it was a troll. I thought it was a troll, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I was like, okay, that person can't be real. Like, that's that's be some kind of parody of a leftist. Nah, I, I checked them out. I went to their page. Now, unless they got some kind of crazy psyop type thing or, you know, a, a, a great way of being able to troll to where it fooled me, their page, it, it doesn't have anything that has any evidence of trolling on it. They identify as having uh, HDAD. They, they, got, they got all their little um, identities in their, in their thing. They got, okay, 27, uh, bisexual, uh, vegan, ADH. It's like all these little things they got in their, in their bio. Okay. So I think that was a 100% real person. <laughs> your, your dog just jumped up. Hilarious. That is hilarious. So that was like a little a dog yip right there. I thought it was just me. The dog agrees. The dog has confirmed my belief that that was a straight dog yip. But yeah, um, yeah, she's not taking it too well. <laughs> That's probably safe to say she's not taking it too well at all. So yeah, it's a whole lot of that going on all over the Twitters right now. They're not really sad about, um, they're not really sad about Ruth Bader Ginsburg dying. They're upset that she's not here anymore because they know that we're going to get that 6-3 advantage or 5.5 and 4.5, a different story. Anyway, we're going to get that 6-3 advantage, on paper at least. Shout out to John Roberts. Um, but anyway, we're going to get an advantage. We'll go in a more conservative direction. Oh, wow. So so I see multiple dogs have yipped in the chat. That is just, that is hilarious. <laughs> so, yeah, that's what's going on right now with uh, the whole RBG thing. And like I said, make sure you rest in peace. But people aren't taking it too well. Not at all. All right. But what else we got going on? It's a whole lot happening. Um, the left are really upset. Uh, Reza Asline, you know, the guy from CNN, or he used to be at CNN. This is the same guy that is a cannibal, literally. He ate human brains on TV. Um, if you don't know about that story, I'll tell you briefly. Reza Asline was doing this thing this show where he would go to really strange places 
like he would go contact uncontacted tribes and then he went to one tribe that was a, was a cannibalistic tribe and then they offered him some human brain to eat it's like here take this and he ate it it's like okay sir you, you understand that you're not actually part of this or this tribe right you're actually an american citizen if i'm not mistaken might not be anyway cannibalism is not legal over here so you can't really eat brain on tv uh, but he did that but anyway reza aslan is saying if they try to confirm another supreme court justice it'll be over my dead body and you're seeing that kind of rhetoric being pumped out there from the left so is that called sedition i mean i think that's what it is and sedition you might mess around to get the rope or going to get mode make big rocks and a little rock so that might not be a good idea for you, Mr. Aslan, Mr. Cannibal, Cannibal Lecter, Hannibal Lecter, whatever your name is. Okay. Oh, and somebody sent rice into the president. Now, I'm not really sure what kind of big brain million IQ genius thought that he could just send a letter to the president. He get it on his desk. Like he goes to his mailbox and just checks his mail. There's no way. Even the Obamas who are not in the White House anymore don't do that. They have people to intercept it. They got a whole big system before you can get to them there's layers you're just not gonna be able to do it and it's funny how the obama talk about you know the wall being racist and whatnot but in a chicago home if they still got it i know they got a home martha's vineyard this big estate in martha's vineyard where the security is probably airtight but in chicago they got a house and the security there is beyond you're talking about fort knox they got a wall they got armed guards, all that good stuff. They got their own little, you know, they, they got their own little uh, private city that you can't even breach into if you wanted to. So you cannot send a letter to somebody like the president, former president, and think they'll get it. That's just not going to be what happens. But whoever did that is going to go to Gitmo with the other guy and together they'll make a giant rock into a bunch of little small rocks. That's just what it is. All right. And for some reason... A bunch of so-called protesters they went to new york city and protested because of ruth Bader ginsburg dying i'm not really sure and then it became violent so i'm like all right why do we have violent outbreak outbursts in new york city hold on i'm putting it on the screen right quick why do we have violent outbursts over rbg in new york city i'm gonna turn the sound off but what is the problem i don't understand like, if you can't see what's happening, you got bike cops. Well, I'll, turn, I'll turn the sound on. I'm hearing more screeching. I feel like it might have been the same person in the other video that's in this video. Or that could be kind of a universal screech that they have over on the left. But you got bike cops and other cops just, you know, trying to get these people to, I'm not really sure, just kind of like wrangle them in one area. It's probably the proper word to use, wrangle these human beings into one area. Come on, so, so much cursing. Can I get a, a, a clean version of the protest? Turn the sound off. So one guy is like not trying to go. He's like on a pole and doesn't want to get off the pole. Then they got him off the pole. I mean, it's like the pole. It's like a little light pole or a traffic light or something like that. It's just really weird. So-called protests for no good reason at all. Maybe they know that Trump is going to appoint a next Supreme Court justice. 
And if he gets Ruth Bader Ginsburg, which he will replace, that'll be 63. And you may have somebody like Stephen Breyer retire. That'd be 73, if I'm not mistaken. I think Stephen Breyer is a conservative. I'm not really sure. Whatever happens, you're going to have a pretty, a pretty stacked court, and we need that for the future. We most certainly need that for the future. All right. Man, it's a whole lot happening. Oh, and speaking of so-called protesters, I got to show you some people, so-called protesters, that got their mask off. Now, what I mean by mask off is that they're showing you who they are. They're being honest. They're not trying to hide. They're not trying to deceive you. This is who they are, 1,000%. Um, I put it on the screen, and also I'll turn the sound on for you guys. And if you can't hear what they say, they're saying, who do we protest? And you hear, and then you hear what they say after that. ABL and Tifa are just anti-fascist and they want the best for America. You hear, you see it, you hear it right here. BLM and Tifa, all the same thing. Who do we protect? Black criminals. That's what they said. This is a, a cacophony of, of bad things in one area. This is a whole scrum of people. This is a mass of humanity, so-called marching down the street. Chanting, who do we protect? Black criminals. Now, why or why would anybody want to protect any criminal? I don't care what color you are. You can be black, white, Puerto Rican, candy stripe. I don't care. If you're a criminal, I'm not going to protect you. Why are you trying to protect black criminals? And you know what? The, the craziest part, they are here talking about Black Lives Matter, hands up, don't shoot, all this and that, and the third. But they're protecting the very people that are going to damage black lives. Black criminals overwhelmingly victimize black people. Overwhelmingly. Like I've always said before, people hear half of the stat, but they don't hear the other half. Not you guys. You guys are smart. You guys have brains. But those that are kind of just ignorant and don't want to learn, and those that just don't have the information, they're ignorant, but they do want to learn. 52% um, of all the murderers in the country, those that commit murders are black. 52%, right? 5-2%. 48% of all the murder victims in the country are black. Despite us being 13% of the population at best. Obviously, the black criminals disproportionately target black people. They commit crime at a high rate, and that crime is committed mostly against other black people. So why would you want to protect black criminals? I don't get it. I don't understand. It doesn't make any sense. You're going to, if you protect black criminals, you're going to hurt people like me and my family. Okay. I got people right now still in the hood and it's dangerous. So if you protect black criminals, you're going to endanger them. Why would anybody want to align with that? How do you say black lives matter when you protect not only the black criminals, but also the Planned Parenthood? So let me get this straight. You say black lives matter, right? But yet you protect Planned Parenthood. How many millions of black babies have been aborted since 1973 Roe v. Wade? Bare minimum 20 million, probably closer to 30 million minimum on a low end. Where are the Planned Parenthood's located? 80 to 90% in black and Hispanic areas. 
okay? In New York City, as a trend, more black babies are aborted and actually born every single year. In 2012, the last year I have hardcore data from, there was a margin of 6,500 babies. So you had 18,500 abortions in the black community and only 12,000 live births. 6,500 more babies were aborted than born among black folks in New York City by itself. And that same trend is seen all over the United States. People are asking me, hey, ABL, how are we still 13% of the population? That number is wrong. It's been that way for a long time. Well, how are you going to grow? How can you grow population when, number one, you're allowing open borders by who you vote for, okay? Them illegal aliens beating you in the head right now, and they're trying to get amnesty. What you going to do then? Then you're killing your babies off in the womb, and then the crime rate is real high. You know, you got guys 21 years old that are lucky to make it. I know guys that said that I feel like an old man at 30 because I thought I'd be dead when I was 18. Who do we protect? Black criminals. That's why you got that kind of stuff out there because the black criminals are allowed to just flourish and do whatever they want to do. So it is what it is. Thank y'all for being here yet again. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video, share the video, do all that good stuff, and subscribe if you're not subscribed yet. And when you do that, click the little bell right there as well so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. Lil Red said people commit crime against people they live around regardless of the race. Yes, but if the crime was proportional, 13% of the population would commit 13% of the murder. But what we have is 13% of the population committing 52% of all the murder and account for 48% of all the murder victims. So it's way out of, you're talking about three or four times population percentage. Whites and Hispanic commit less murder than the population, but we commit three or four times more. That's the problem. It's the, it's the, it's the actual crime rate. It's not the, you know, matter of who's killing who. It's about who's killing who at what rate. You got to put it all together. You can't just ignore one part of that and keep one part for your talking points. You got to have the whole thing. And then you'll see the whole situation and why it's so bad, you know, so it is what it is. All right, what else we got going on? It's a whole lot happening. It, it is a whole lot going on out here in the in the internet, out here in the streets. Oh, shout out to Kim Clasic for wrecking the view. She did a really good job. And if you guys have not seen that video, Kim Clasic is running for Congress right now up there in the Baltimore area of Maryland. She's a black conservative woman running against Kwasi Fume. Now, Kwasi Fume was the director of the NAACP for a very long time. He is a celebrity especially in like the black woke sphere. I've been hearing his name since I've been a little boy. You know, I've known about him for a long time since I've been a kid. So you're talking about 20, 25, 30 years ago, I've been knowing about Kwasi Fume, and people know him in the black community. So she's running against him. And of course you in Baltimore, it's a liberal area. It's an uphill battle. Now she went on the view and to give Megan McCain some credit, she was the one that advocated for Kim Clasic to get on the view because of her ad. And she had a great ad. Um, I did a video about that before when she was in Baltimore with the red dress and the, and the heels walking around and just, you know, showing you what's going on, talking about what the Democrat Party have not done and what she can bring as a conservative. 
and hearing from people on the street about what they got going on. It was really good ad. Very well done. Shout out to Benny from Turning Point who did the ad. Uh, really good job, Benny. But um, so she was on the view, and I, from what I had read, they sent her like twenty questions about her campaign that they were going to ask before she got on, but they only asked her like one campaign question. It was all about just Donald Trump, Donald Trump this, Donald Trump that. They were just asking her certain things about Donald Trump, loaded questions, and they were trying to get him to defend her. It's like basically saying, all right, Trump is guilty. Here's why you prove him innocent. That's what they did the whole time. Now, Joy Behar got on there and was talking about um, Trump saying that he downplayed the virus. What does a guy do with Kim Klasick in Baltimore trying to become the Congresswoman? What does a guy do with that? Nothing. Okay. Oh, and by the way, Kim Klasick is trying to fill Elijah Cummings' seat because, you know, he died last year. There was a special election earlier this year where she lost to Kwasi Fume, but the actual election is in November because the one earlier in the year was to fill that seat that had been vacated by Elijah Cummings dying. But anyway, they're asking about the virus and Trump and downplaying. And she's like, wait, wait a minute, is this Joy? Am I talking to Joy right now? Aren't you the one that had on blackface a little while ago? Don't ask me no questions. <laughs> I thought that was great. Matter of fact, hold on. I'm, I'm going to pull up the, um, the Joy Behar blackface. Now, the funniest thing that I've seen is people saying that, oh, it's not blackface, ABL, don't, you're you doing too much. Now, can you imagine if Trump were to do a thing like, let Trump Jr. come out with anything looks close to this, and he'll be considered the next coming of Adolf Hitler. And that's a fact. So let's, let's not play that game. Let's not even do it, all right? Matter of fact, hold on. Because the thing about the left, they'll say racist this, racist that, but they are the ones doing it. And then when they get caught with undeniable blackface, they get it passed, Ralph Northam. But anyway, so that's Joy Behar right there. Okay, talking about some, I had on skin darkening makeup and I had an afro. It might have been some kind of Halloween. I don't know what this was. But let somebody like, um, let's say, uh, Trump Jr. Or let, let Ivanka do this. Oh, my goodness. Or Melania. Let one of them do something like this. Racist. You know, clan member, neo-Nazi. That's what they would call him. Melania had on a jacket that says, I don't really care. And then they said she hates black people because her shirt said, who really, they took that all the way to a, a really crazy place. So by their standard, this is blackface. And it was funny because, um, uh, Joy said, the black community had my back. It's like, really, did it have your back? I'm not really sure about that one. Who is black community? But what was crazier was when Sonny Holston defended Joy Behar and started screeching on Kim Klasik. So you got um, Sonny Holston, who may identify as black, I'm not really sure, a woman of color, screeching on an actual black person, undeniably black in Kim Klasik, to defend the white lady in Joy Behar. Hilarious. Hilarious. The left, they have nothing but double standards. Like I said, without those, they would have no standards. That's big facts. Oh, yeah. You know what? Joy Behar did look better back then than some of these other people that have come out recently as um, black. Or, or they, they come out as white, but they were trying to identify as black. They, they, were, they were black fishing. 
Okay, I, I showed you the lady, um, Jessica Krug, in the video. Um, there's more that have come out. There's one person I saw. I think I put it on my Facebook page. Um, <laughs> now, this person, I don't know. Anybody, I, I don't know how people are getting fooled by these people. I, and I don't understand what the purpose is because you can be a so-called ally. You can, you can be a black ally and there's no need to put on a Halloween costume 24-7. You know, there, there's no purpose. I don't really get it. Matter of fact, hold on. So this, this is her right here. Uh, it went away. I don't got time for no ad. Hold on. So that's her right there. Now, she named herself Satchel Cole, but this story is deep because um, <laughs> her that's not her actual birth name. Her name is Jennifer Lynn Benton. She changed her name to Satchel Cole because a black friend of hers had the last name Cole. I think a black friend was named Chantel Cole and a, and a girl had died. It might have been an OD or something like that. So she kind of assumed her identity to a certain extent after she died. This story was crazy. I mean, the, the whole thing is nuts. I might do a video on it. Um, she has, I, with her, I can understand some kind, of, some kind of trauma happening because her mom was killed by her sister, stabbed her. It, it was crazy, 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 crazy. But my thing is this. She became the vice president of Don't Sleep. You understand? Um, she looks to be doing pretty well. I mean, she's not on the street, you know, starving for change. So if you got these white women pretending to be black women and doing well for themselves, why can't an actual black person do it? I don't really get it. I don't understand. And on top of that, she's clearly mentally ill. A mentally ill white woman pretending to be a black woman and is doing well for herself. This is America. You could do anything you want in America. I don't want to hear any excuses. All right. But yeah. And my whole point of bringing her up is to say that um, at least Joy Behar looked better than this person when they were pretending to be black for that particular point in time in their life. All right. <laughs> Saka Cole. Hey, I don't even know while this sexual and I'm going to spell it S A T C. H U E L Satchel Cole C O L E. Yeah, that story was crazy though. I mean, completely nuts. If I if I hadn't read it from a reputable source, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, man, y'all trolling. That ain't no real story, but nah, it's real. All right. <laughs> uh Shogunet K says, who names themselves Satchel? It equals Satchel. Might as well say backpack or purse, hilarious. But yeah, a lot of white people coming out as pretending to be black. Where's white privilege at? If you relinquish your white privilege card and you become black, but you're still successful, where's the excuse? I, I just don't really see it. Speaking of white privilege and stuff like that, shout out to Trump for announcing the 1776 commission. This is most certainly needed. The purpose of it is to bring back patriotic education and to combat the 1619 project and also critical race theory. Those things got to go. It's infected academia, the workplace, everywhere. This is why these people that are out there on social media are screeching like this because they've probably been educated like that. You know, they, they were a child getting taught about race and how white people are bad and all this and that. And then they grow up, they can't even handle what's happening around them because it does not jive with what they've been taught their whole life. So all they can do is screech, bark like a dog or do whatever, you know, create new names, 
caught himself, satchel, purse, book bag, knapsack, handbag, whatever. You understand? Because they didn't gone crazy. They, so I'm glad that Trump is trying to combat that in academia and the workplace everywhere. All right. Critical race theory is crazy. Shout out to you guys that have called in. I, I, I won't forget the lady that called and was talking about her job where they um were asking what her address is, what her address is so they can identify what quote unquote stolen land that her house was on. You know, what you know, it was stolen from the natives, you gotta give it back and all this and that. I'm glad I'm not in corporate America, never have been, because I couldn't deal with the race stuff, you know. And it, it creates divides for no reason. Like I was saying in my video, you can have a friend that has been your buddy for a long time at work, 10, 15 years or whatever, five, 10 years. Y'all are good friends. Y'all can talk and it's cool. But then they bring in this whole racial stuff and there might be a divide there for no reason. No reason at all. You had no issues before the race stuff came up. Now all of a sudden you got an issue for what? For nothing. So I'm glad that Trump is trying to speak against that with the whole 1776 commission. We need it for sure. Yeah, that's, that's right, Anthony McQuaid. Bring back true historic learning. Exactly. All day long. The 1619 project is ridiculous. Uh, and also the 13th by Ava DuVernay, pure propaganda. Propaganda is back in the big way. I'm talking human. We, we see propaganda from the 50s, looking at posters and whatnot. That's kind of the antiquated view of what propaganda is. Propaganda is very advanced in 2020. Very advanced. You're talking about little messages and advertising, the movies, social media, everywhere. This is why TikTok is going to be gone as of like tonight. Okay. If you don't have TikTok right now, you're not going to be able to get it anytime soon. It'll be unavailable in the U.S. Also, WeChat as well because of security concerns from China, number one, because if you have a Chinese company operating here in America, they're going to report back to the Chinese Communist Party. So you got TikTok. It ain't nothing but a, 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 an app to collect data. That's what it is. And they're doing all kind of slimy things accidentally, quote unquote. They accidentally were able to log your keystrokes. They accidentally were able to read your clipboard. They accidentally were able to turn your microphone on, allegedly. So these quote-unquote accidents can be big-time security concerns. If that's happening and they're recording you, they're logging your keystrokes, they're viewing your password, where's the data going? Where's that going? Straight to the Chinese Communist Party. You have members of the military and or, or, and or the government, same thing, on the board of ByteDance that owns <coughs> TikTok. So you don't want that at all. Let me see. But we got a whole lot going on. It's a whole lot happening. Oh, Nashville mayor. I got to talk about Nashville mayor, John Cooper. This was crazy. And you know what? This is not only about a Nashville mayor. This is about the United States. This is about the world and a lot of things that are going on right now with this, with this virus all the fake numbers, all the outrage, all the, the, you know, the overreaction. Now, John Cooper, mayor in Nashville, Davidson County, same thing. He and his staff lied about the numbers. They were saying that it was 20,000 people that had caught the virus in Davidson County, Nashville. And they were not really wanting to release how many got it in the bars and the restaurants? 
but they knew how many got it. It was only 20 that got it from a bars, from bars and restaurants, according to contact tracing data. Only 20. So 20 out of 20,000, that's not a whole lot. So why are we still shutting down the bars and the restaurants, right? What happened was they went to phase three by the end of June. And in phase three, everything's open pretty much. Bars, restaurants are open. So, okay, it's the end of June, but we got coming up 4th of July. So we lost a lot of money during the shutdown, you know, bars, restaurants, clubs, or whatever. We're going to go out, get a bunch of food, and get ready for the big rush on the 4th. But he did a reversal and went back to phase two. So all bar, restaurants, clubs, they were closed. So all the food they bought or whatever went to waste. All because he opened up and then closed. And the reasoning was because, oh, there's too many cases from the restaurants, too much contact tracing. They had 20 cases and they lied about it. They hid it from the public. There's email evidence, there's email threads where they were saying, hey, is this public information? It's like, nope, just between us. I was like, well, will it go public? It's like, nah. And then they got caught doing it when the emails leaked. You know, I think it was a rumor at first saying it was only 80 cases, even though it was 20. And a reporter was trying to ask, like, hey, there was rumor that it was only 80 uh, cases from bars and restaurants. Is that rumor true? And they weren't really getting responses. And they were trying to spin it internally talking about, oh, we could just say that the numbers are going up every day and we don't want to mention it. So if you don't want to say what the numbers are because they're going up, why would you put out the number of cases that already have happened in Davidson County? If it's 20,000 in Davidson County and you announce that, why would you announce it if you don't want to put out any numbers because they're still fluid? They were lying about the virus numbers all to get the city shut down. And on top of that, with the, the cherry on the top, the bowl on the top, they raised taxes by 34%. So your property tax went up by a dollar per $100 on your assessed value. So it's like 25%. So your property tax went up by $1 and some change by each $100 a year, 25% value. Crazy. But you, you're going to you gonna raise my taxes, kill my job, and then lie about it? That's happening all over the United States. Not only with the mayor, but also, you know, medical professionals, quote unquote, medical professionals, wrong numbers, false positive test results, all kind of stuff. It's time to get back to normal. And why is it that every time I see a so-called protest, it'd be the same folks, as they say, that are out there in the protest, barely got mask on, no distancing. They'll be the same one screeching over you not distancing. Oh, let's talk about Marshall right quick. Now, Marshall University, there's a professor there, quote unquote, who was, you know, so-called I'm teaching the class via Zoom or just speaking to a class via Zoom. And she was talking about Trump rallies for some reason, not really sure why she got there talking about, oh, well, there was one the other day and they were indoors and didn't wear a mask. You know what I want? This is what she said. You know what I want? I want all of them to die before the election. I'm sorry. I want all of them to die before the election. So you got this lady who was every bit of 700 pounds. You understand what I'm saying? Talking about, oh, the masks are not wearing masks and they should die before the election. Well, you know what they say? If you live in a glass house, don't throw stones. You did what I'm talking about because your weight is not really doing too well, ma'am. So you're kind of on shaky ground. You, you, you on, you on uh, 
slippery, unsolid ice right now. You know what I'm saying? So they're wishing death on Trump supporters because why? They're mad about the virus. And you know what? I always hear that. When people don't want to wear a mask for whatever the reason, the people that want them to wear it get so upset, they get so triggered, they say, well, how about you catch it and die? How about that? It's like, wow, wait a minute. All I said was, I don't want to wear a mask. I want to have a little bit of, you know, independence. I want to be able to do things on my own and not just be controlled by outside force all the time to say, wear a mask, stay at home, don't work, don't eat. Maybe I don't want that. I want freedom. I want independence. Maybe I can't really breathe that well. You ever think about that? The lady was not in very good shape. If she wears a mask for a prolonged period of time, then the breathing ain't going to really be right. You understand? So anyway, rather than just saying, oh, okay, I understand. It's cool. No problem. Or just minding your business. They wish death on you. That's not very tolerant or loving or caring, is it? I don't think so, but it is what it is. Matter of fact, I have that video. I'm going to try to put it on the screen. And you're going to see what I'm talking about as far as that weight issue. This is um, West Virginia in Huntington and Marshall University. She's on some kind of Zoom call. Maybe she's in a, at her house. I'm not really sure where she is. All right, let's check it out. Hold on, let me put it on the screen. So you see um, the lady. I think yesterday he held one inside. No one wore a mask. And I've become the type of person where I hope they all get it and die. I'm sorry, but that I am so frustrated and just I don't know what else to do. I you can't argue with them, you can't talk sense into them. Um I I said to somebody Hold on, let's let's pause for a moment. Am I tripping or is she missing teeth? Is it just me or are her teeth just not in their mouth? I digress. Yesterday, I hope they all die before the election. Uh, that's the only that's the only saving hope I have right now. Um, definitely bootlickers. Anyhow, okay, I'm going to stop uh, talking about uh, politics because I, I really should not be talking politics in here. I think yesterday. So that's that's the general tolerant leftist right there. If you don't wear a mask, I want you to catch the virus and die. That's what they say. It's like, ma'am, come on, you're doing way too much. I don't wish that on you. I want you to get your, your health right. You know, sister in the problem life calling you. Doctor now is going to be on the horn with you in a minute. Be like, hey, come to Houston. Let's get, let's get everything together. And you're going to be back on the horn. And maybe if you get yourself right, then you wouldn't be talking to my people dying. Just maybe. Alrighty, I'm saying I, I am being nice. I'm not wishing death on her. I want her to be. I want her to be healthy and well. I'm dead serious. I'm, I'm not even trying to play. You know, I want her to be well. I don't want her to die. Be well, and she'll be better off as a person as a result. I think that a lot of lefties, if they were able to find happiness and find peace, then they wouldn't be so hateful. You know, I found peace. I found happiness. I'm not hateful, and I wish that for everybody. And I'm being serious. If we had that, then we have a much better world. Okay, now the, the teeth are, are the teeth missing or is it just me? I'm just am, am I? Maybe I'm just not seeing anything right. I'm not really sure. All right, so thank y'all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the internet, so I appreciate you guys. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up, share the video, do all that good stuff for me. All righty, and 
Super Chat Sonjay, I'm going to read those, and we're going to get to the calls in just a minute. So you guys hang tight. All right, let's go. Oh, and by the way, she got suspended from the marshal. She didn't get fired. She got suspended. But we'll see how that works out. Maybe she might get fired in the future. I mean, you can't wish that on people on, on your live stream as a teacher and keep your job. Uh, I would think, I, I mean, that's, that's going to be kind of hard to do to say, hey, I want you to die and then keep your job after that. But we'll see. But as of right now, she's suspended and not fired. All right. Shout out to Zachary Titchen who says, Kim got owned and I hate the view too right wing for me. <laughs> the, the, the view is right wing. Are you serious? Man, the view kitten, the view is the epitome of leftism. I mean, if the view, if, <laughs> if the view is right and that, that kind of like sets your barometer, then man, like <laughs> I'm not really sure. You probably think the young Turks are like center right <laughs> and the young Turks couldn't be no more. You might think some of these, um, uh, trans deer 35 gender people are right wing or moderates. <laughs> Shout out to Charles Turner Jr. Who says I'm a, if a conservative justice had passed while Democrat was president with the Democrats in it, they would not hesitate to pull, put in a liberal judge. Exactly. Like I was saying, if it was the same situation, you got Barack Obama and Scalia passes away and you got a Democrat Senate, they would have replaced them. Merrick Garland would be the guy, but they couldn't because you had a Republican Senate. That's the only thing that stopped it. That is the only thing that stopped it, which is why it's very important to vote in your midterm election, because you got to think long game, play chess, not checkers. Shout out to Threat Level Midnight, who says veterans for Trump all day long. Shout out to Freedom or Death, who says... How are you enjoying your masks, dehumanizing businesses, going out of business and loving vaccines on the way brought to you by the Trump administration? I mean, what is he going to do? <laughs> what is he going to do? You got to do something. Now, at, at my town where I live, masks aren't even really a thing anymore. We pretty much do whatever we want. It, it all depends on where you live, really. And there are certain guidelines depending upon where you live. If you're living in a place where everything's still shut down, and you got to wear a mask all the time then you got to go to a different place. You got to vote better locally. Everything can be blamed on the president. The president is only one piece of it. Your local people have a lot of power as well, which is why I'm not on lockdown. And I've never really been, I, lockdown was never really a thing here. It wasn't really a thing. Not here. Thank you to Plank277 for the donation. Shout out to Richard Getz who says, look, the president has his job until January. Period. The people did speak in 2016. Now that the president needs to fill a seat. Exactly. Thank you to Freedom or Death who says we could talk and talk. Makes no difference who the president is. Well, it must matter because you said something about him. Thank you to Riptide Prowash who says let's talk about how filling this seat right away will help the, with the lawsuits in states about massive mail-in voting. Exactly. Bingo. You got it. That's that big brain right there. You got it. Shout out to Cora Marie who says... Freedom of death, please keep supporting the page with your twisted, illogical mind. <laughs> I don't I don't understand. Thank you to Freedom or Death who says, oh, you're talking about Freedom or Death. Okay, I got you. Talking about the guy that's um, super chatting. Freedom or Death again says, all rights will depend on any political figure, including the president. Trump fooled us all, fully supports the fake virus. Deplorable 007 says, 
Thank you for the shout out. It is about race, the human race. God is the truth and the light. War is here. Be ready. Don't matter who wins in November. There you go. Thank you to Richard Getz who says Trump talking about Barbara Lagoa. Thatparttimes.com. Okay, it's a, it's a link. Thank you to Lili who says a rich assassination Oh, right hand assassination attempt on Trump this week. Lately, it feels like I'm living in a crazy movie. Anything goes in 2020. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, if you guys missed that, a person tried to send rice into the president or poison, but of course it got you know it got blocked from ever reaching the president. Like people think that he just opens his mail and that's how it happens. No, there's like a whole team of people that are gonna go through his mail. Anything that is addressed to him, he will never see until someone else sees it. If you send it, like, just in the USPS, it, it just ain't going to happen. Thank you to Riptide Pro Watch who says, I hope she asked God for forgiveness for voting on all the abortion laws she got passed. That should have been her last wish for God to forgive. Talking about RBG. Hey, it is what it is. Uh, let me see. Thank you to You're So Cool 23 who says, Wondering how come all the BLM and the like never bring up the fact that Malcolm X himself said, don't trust white liberals. Did I miss something? No, you didn't. No, you got it right on point. They don't want to bring that part up because it kind of just destroys the whole operation and they can't really work anymore. That could start Charles Jr. who says, ABO, how many people do you think will scream at the sky when President Trump was reelected? Oh, it's going to be a big scream. You, you're seeing the screams already and we're not even there. We're still in September. It's, we still got... A little while until November, got about what, five weeks until November? So it'll be here before you know it, but there'll be a ton of screeching, trust me. Thank you to Holly C. Lightwork who says, why do they have to be so out of order and unhinged? What happened to decency and self-control? Also, I am done with brands being anti-Trump. You know what? I don't know what happens to people. People are just going crazy because of all of what they see. The media is kind of like indoctrinating them. They, they're not really in control of themselves because the media have taken control of their mind, in my humble opinion. They, they allow whatever the media says and does to infiltrate how they think and how they behave. Thank you to Joshua W. who says, the less first reaction to RBG is rage and riots. Exactly. For what, though? I don't even understand. What are you protesting about? She passed. I mean, is that a time for a protest? And, and, and what for? What is the actual protest? What's the reason for the protest? Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. Oh, I'll read that. Um, let me see. Thank you to Eric Burns Marshall who says, giving creepy Joes um, towards females or his attitude towards females. If he wins it, he would be the harassment administration. Hilarious. Thank you to Shield Labs who says, yo, I can't believe that you, your last post you made on IG. The woman saying she hopes Trump supporters die. So casual about it. Truly deranged. Exactly. They're crazy. They've lost it. They're, they're not really there anymore. And we all can see it. There's no conspiracy theory there. We all see what's going on. Thank you to Mark Peterson, who says, I hope people don't forget Joe Biden and said in Iowa, if he gets elected, he'll cure cancer. <laughs> yeah. He also said that if Trump, quote unquote, did his job, that nobody would have died from the virus. Now, the virus has wrecked the whole, the whole globe, not just America, but everywhere. What could have what could Trump have done to prevent people from dying from the virus? When he shut the Chinese travel down, they called him racist. I mean, the World Health Organization, they were wrong. They were saying, hey, don't shut travel down. It can't go from human to human, only from uh, animal to human or something like that. Don't shut travel down. But he did it. And then um, 
the left were saying is racist, don't do it, go to Chinatown. There was no more that could have been done. Thank you to Miriam Vidal, who says elections have consequences. The president has responsibility to nominate a new Supreme Court justice and the Senate has responsibility to vote Hillary Clinton 2016. Exactly. Thank you to Heretic Hunter, who says, hey, Anthony, thanking God for you and all other black conservative voices. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Ace McLean, who says, what's up, y'all? Thank you for that. Thank you to George Bunny, who says, Trump should nominate a black woman. Check me. Oh, man. That'd be check and mate. That'd be a rap. Can't go nowhere. You trapped. Go ahead and just, you know, fold it in, call tonight. Thank you to Anita Allen, who said, thank you for being you. I appreciate you. Thank you to Matthew Phillips, who says, as we say in the street, that one would be spitting or, or, or tripping. <laughs> thank you to Agent Anderson, who says, I live near Chester, Pennsylvania. Top 10 murder rate per capita. Eight shots in the distance one night. Seven-year-old killed in a drive-by. Nobody knows nothing. Mama posted a video of poor kid dancing to a cop killer rap in a $300 outfit. Oh, man. It makes me sad. It really does. But that's the actual problem right there. Not anything about uh, the white man or nothing stupid like that. Thank you to Christian23 Allen35 who said, three days ago is my 16th birthday. birthday, sir. 16th birthday three days ago. I got a Glock 19 Gen 5. I shot it yesterday. I love it. Do you have a Glock? What's your favorite pistol? I got a Glock 45. Not millimeter, but it's called 45. Uh, that's That's my favorite right there. But yeah, shout out to you. Are you able to have um, handguns at 16? And that, that's a, wherever you live is great. Thank you to Joshua Fight, who said, oh, become an ABO supporter. Retro Gamer 81 says, two days from now, Trump SCOTUS nominee will have done something awful 30 years ago. Exactly. Exactly. They're going to go through everything and try to find something. And it'll, matter of fact, it'll be nothing that they find. But they're going to make nothing become something. That's how they do. That's the media for you all day long. Thank you to um, Murder BR23 who says, she's Michael Moore's cute sister. It's talking about the um, West Virginia lady, uh, the professor from Marshall University. Thank you to uh, RHIP who says, why does that guy Elijah feel the need to say he is non-binary? Who cares anyway? Simply offensive. I don't know. Thank you to Arrested Patriot who says, I canceled my Netflix a few days back. Cuties is so sad. They have a lot to learn about what people want to see. Well, you know what? It's not even about what you want to see. It's what they want you to see. It's about the indoctrination. Thank you to Happy Sheep, Dope Scopes, who says, Mexicans for Trump 2020 all day long. Thank you for that. Shout out to Shreves, who says, ABL, check out trained Marxist BLM co-founder Patrice Culler, just as a winged demon in quote-unquote modern art. NWO all the way. It's on Angela Stanton's IG. And you know what? I saw that. And I think the, the wings were from her dead son or something. Something crazy. Matter of fact, let's go to her IG right now and check it out. Okay. Shout out to Angela Stanton too, by the way. And let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, it, it might not be here. It might be on her story. But yeah, I think I did see that. Hold on. Oh, there it is. I'm going to put it up. It's kind of small. I'm going to put it up uh, on the on the bigger screen so you guys can see it. Let me see. Black Lives Matter. They're trying to hide it. Okay, they don't really want to see it. There we go. There we go. 
Okay, and she's not new. She has on just like a flesh color outfit, just so you guys know. I'm not showing you no NSFW type stuff right here. This is a family-friendly show, so never anything like that. But, yeah. What exactly is going on here? Like, is that a demon? Is this witchcraft? And you know what? I said that before. The whole say her name thing. When, when they're saying that, they're trying to conjure spirits. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I'm not into witchcraft. Okay? I'll, I'll leave that to the crazies on the left. So, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to say her name. If they come to you and say, say her name, I'm like, how about no? How about get out of my face or you're going to catch 45 right hooks to the top of your head? But anyway, that's what's going on right there with the founder or the co-founder of Black Lives Matter. So, if they're dressed like this and they're talking about conjuring spirits and they're just engaging in general chaos what do you call that what's really going on let's just be frank about it all right and what else we got going on super chats i'm gonna read those and i'm gonna get to the calls let me see shop joshua perez who says i was forced to wear a mask when going to staten island new york city is terrible and masks don't work exactly Shout out to Magnus Ver 80 for your donation. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. who says Rush Limbaugh mentioned on the article yesterday by Lee Smith that explains even better why the establishment hates the President Trump as Jackson on China. Thank you to the real Cadillac who says, or Cadillac, pardon me, who says, nominate Joe Biden so they could dig through his alleged sexual assaults. Hilarious. <laughs> uh, thank you to Christian 23 Island 35 who says, I live in Oklahoma and as long as your parent buys you Oh, it takes you to buy the gun. It's fine. And you don't carry it outside. Okay, perfect. That's all I got a lot for my birthday. Perfect. Thank you to Doug Butabi who says, you notice they took their crazy, what did we want for BLM's website? The whole charter was deleted the other day. Hmm, why do you think that is? Oh, because they, they put it out there in public as far as verbally said. And it'd be easy to it back to them. Just do a search for it. And you'll find it right there. So then you'll see what's really going on. Thank you to Earl Lucky for your donation. Thank you to Sassy78108 who says, do you think the liberals trying to scare people to vote for Biden by threatening large-scale riots will work? We must do what's right without fear. It's not going to work. That's what they're trying to do is intimidate us by the large-scale riots, but it's actually having the opposite effect. It's making us want to go to the polls to vote for Donald Trump to avoid a Joe Biden, to avoid that crazy leftist, just, you know, demon energy and spirit but to come into the country we don't want that we want to just go back to the light after dark real simple all righty we got time for calls here of course always the number to call is 434-658-1220 again 434-658-1220 and i gotta get my skype together hopefully it works properly the way it's supposed to and we'll keep on rocking and rolling Joshua, Joshua w says all gun laws are an infringement on which you uh, Dude Lebowski says he should announce selection Monday and at the same time invoke Insurrection Act and charge anyone rioting over this be charged with sedition. Uh, hey, that could be an idea. All right, let's get Skype cracking and then we get rolling. Again, if you guys enjoy the content so far, give me a thumbs up on the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. I'd appreciate you for that. And let's go ahead and get into it. All right. Let me get my speakers and everything together. 
and my microphone. Line in speakers. Perfect. All right, call home line 404. Hey, ABL, how are you? Everything's good. Can't complain about yourself. I'm doing fine. I want to talk about Kim Clasic. Yes. And I, I saw the clip that you uh, shared with everyone, and I thought that was so wrong. And Baltimore or Maryland, period, they need someone different. And I think she can do it. She, she did. If she the can. Black she... people open up. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, if, if the black people can kind of open up their minds and want something different for their city in Baltimore, they can do it. She can she can win it. They, they can't do it and she can't win it. But it's all about what they it's all about if they're going to come out, if they're going to vote and if they're going to try something new, because, you know, you get comfortable doing a, a certain thing for a certain period of time. And also you mm-hmm. got the election happening. So. You got to kind of like get them to vote for Trump as well, because people just they vote down ballot. They vote Trump and then they vote everything red. So you got to just it's, it's going to be an uphill battle, but it's definitely one worth fighting. And I hope she wins. Yeah, you got to start somewhere there, though. You know, you got to start somewhere. And Absolutely. Especially some of the older people from Baltimore um, or people that have lived in Baltimore for a long time, they got to want something different. They got to like Trump said, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose? That's right. I mean, that's that's a that's a good question that people can't really answer if they're being honest. If they're, if they're in a in a bad city, Democrat led for a long time, they can't really answer it with anything that's concrete. So just go to the other side yeah. and they'd be better off. Yeah. Well, that's all I wanted to say. I enjoy your show, and I'm I'm happy that I got a chance to call in and talk to you. And so we'll let other callers come through. All right, thank you for the What's going on? <laughs> Good night. Thank you for the call. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. All right, I got to fix my um my ringer because it's still kind of going off in the background. I got it off right now so you guys can't hear it, and I got my sound off too. So I'm going to fix that right quick, and then we get right back to it. The number is always in the description box if you don't know what it is, if you're having a hard time getting through don't blame me blame the white man it's his fault <laughs> but now nah, seriously it's just kind of hard to get through keep on trying all right there we go let's get to the next call i know a caller you're allowed i'm gonna speak it to all right man what's going on one the primary in New Hampshire. Hold on, say that, say that one more time for me, because I, I was I had you muted. It was a, actually, so okay, yeah, say that one more time for me. It, it was a transgender uh, Satanist Republican that won for sheriff in uh, New Hampshire. I thought that was pretty funny. It's yeah. like a like a outsider politician like person, and she's a Satanist, and she 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 won. I think, and it was pretty cool to see that. I saw that. You know, the thing it. is, people just they don't really. They, they vote down ballot and they don't always know who they're voting for. So they kind of just snuck in through the back door as a conservative. Meanwhile, their whole campaign was F the police, but they didn't, they, they had no campaign really. They weren't really running. This happened to get on the ballot. Yeah. Now, I don't know how they got on the ballot. I have no idea how that happened, but they were there. Yeah. Okay. And then I wanted to talk about the, the Supreme Court thing because 
here's the thing. I got I got voter shamed earlier by my by my by a family member for not voting for Biden and saying about the Supreme Court and stuff. And I literally said, Joe Biden voted for Antonin Scalia. He argued for Clarence Thomas. So I'm not voting for someone who is going to going to most likely if that if we were to wait, if Mitch McConnell were to wait, which he's not going to do, would probably most likely support a conservative support and want to put up a conservative style justice. And I'm not okay with that. So I can't vote for someone like that. And I just, I think that's ridiculous that people would say, oh, well, Biden's going to, it's all about the courts. You got to vote for Biden. He supported Clarence Thomas and voted for Anthony Scalia. That's not someone that I would be proud to say I supported or voted for. Right. Exactly. 100% correct. And, yeah. I mean, it's just hypocritical that, that I got people like saying, oh, you're not against, you're against me. You're not, you're against me and my family. You don't care about me. And I just, I find it to be, Completely, completely ridiculous. And then on the Kim Klasik thing, I, I, I've seen what she's saying, and it's, I'm not saying I dislike her or like her since I'm a left-wing guy. I'm not really a Democrat or Republican, but I think that she is going at about the wrong way by saying, oh, it's all the Democrats. It all depends on the kind of Democrat that you're running against. If you're running against, like, the reason why AOC won, and I, I messaged you on Twitter and the guy went back and forth, is because she's an anti-establishment person which Joe Crowley was not. She was basically saying, I'm not a right-wing person. Joe Crowley is a right-wing person. You want to vote for someone who has your best interests at heart, you, you vote for me. If you want to vote for a Republican-style person, there's two of those right there. There's Republican candidates, and then there's Joe Crowley. They're basically the same thing. So you can vote against them, you can vote against them and vote for me, and that's why she won. And I think that's why she'll continue to win. But I mean, you're talking about AOC. Well, the thing about yeah, AOC yeah. is that it wasn't just that though, because there was a lot of money behind her, a lot, a lot of Soros money uh, too. No, nah, no. See, here's the thing. I it was because I've well, oh, I've actually, I have actually, I watched a guy. His name is uh, Kyle Krinsky. He helped, he funded, <laughs> helped found Justice Democrats. Okay. And he's a guy who all the Justice Democrats' qualifications is you cannot take any corporate PAC money. You can't take any big donor money, no Soros money, no Koch brothers money, no none of this big dollar money. Okay. She raised all of her money was in small dollar donations, twenty seven hundred dollars or less at a time. That's how that's her donation. Uh, okay. That's how Justice Democrats are now, run. Here's, here's a question. So, now yeah. how, what about uh Chink Uger? Chink Uger, he helped found he helped found it too. He was the co founder. So the guy so, from the Bernie Sanders campaign. He helped found it. Did he give any money to it when yeah. he founded it? I don't think so. They left the group. So, I mean, I'm talking about like in the process of founding the group, did it contribute any money to actually founding it? Like, okay, when you start in the business, is there any kind of startup money or do you just say, we're going to I'm, gonna... not, I'm not necessarily sure how that all okay. went, but I I'm, know that he left the group. I understand that, but you got you to follow me here because Chent Uger is part of Young Turks, obviously. And, yeah, Young Turks, it, yeah. and Young Turks is part of the media consortium. The media consortium consists of other magazines and online rags like Mother Jones, um, what else, uh, Democracy Now!, stuff like that. Now, that is funded by George Soros. So go, yeah. like, follow the rabbit hole, follow the breadcrumbs, and you'll see where the money's coming from. I, I, don't, mean, I, 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 yeah, I don't mean that Soros is funding Justice Democrats, like, with a donation. Nah, that's not how it goes. He'll, he'll fund the Young Turks, and then Chent Uger yeah. being... Yeah. He got twenty million dollars from George Soros through that whole situation. I don't. I don't. Okay. So, so if he if yeah. he found just Democrats, and he got twenty million dollars from George Soros, that is funding that whole thing. <laughs> wow, the, the dude hung up. 
Look, sir, don't don't get offended if I cut you off. I mean, that's my show. I could talk. You can't cut. You can't over talk me. So if you're gonna hang up, I mean, that's fine. But you know, you got you got to grow up here and tighten up. But let's get to the next call. All righty. Six seven eight. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Six seven eight. Hello. Hey, ABL. How you doing? Everything's good, man. Can't complain about yourself. It's Jason Miller here from Atlanta, Georgia. All righty, man. What's happening? Hey, I wanted to, to let you know, let your audience know, you know, God's mad at us right now. He, he's setting the, he's setting our, our country on fire. He's putting us divided. God is going through a lot of stuff. I mean, you look at what Hollywood's doing, Netflix is doing with these videos. You know, these shows they're putting out about pedophilia, you know, Antifa killing folks, you know, God's mad at us right now. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense to me because there's so much stuff going on. I really honestly believe that. Yeah. I mean, you know, we, of course, we always have, you know, some fires, we have tornadoes, but look, I mean, they're coming right on top of us. Pow, pow, pow. You know, California is burning up. You know, the whole West Coast out there is on fire. God's mad at us. You know, look at what we're doing with the with, with the kids with all this abortion and everything. Uh, it's just not right. I think that it's really I think that it's really good that we can get in and get that seat filled. Hopefully, I don't know. Hopefully, all the Republicans. What do you think about that? Do you think the Republicans? You think we'll have enough? What do we got to get 50, 50 uh, votes? Is that what we got to end up with? Um, I think 51. You talking, talking about like for the Supreme Court? That's right. That's right. I think 51, if I'm not mistaken. 51? Yeah. So. Thank you. Do you think that Trump will go ahead and try to get this done right away? Uh, or he'll do it like in the lame duck section, lame duck, you know, if, and the reason why I say that is because I believe that there's no way that if the Democrats don't somehow or another rig the election, there's no way that, that sleepy Joe can even come close to, you know, it's not even Joe, it's the media, you know, it's, it's the main, it's the mainstream media. It's not, it has nothing to do with I, Harris, Biden. It has to do with with the networks, you know. That's that's who he's really up against. Yeah, and, of course. Uh, yeah. Do you think that he will go ahead and try to fill that seat? So, because uh, won't a lot of those states, the uh, lawsuits that they have in the in certain states with all the massive mail in voting, uh, isn't that where that will go to to the Supreme Court? Yeah, it will go to the Supreme Court. But see, I, I'm not really sure. I think he's gonna try to do that but it might be kind of a strategic thing that he'll weigh because he doesn't want it to affect other elections that are happening across the country because you still it's not it's not just him just off an election you got you know the house the senate you got well that i think it's i think it's the senate some people in the senate are up for election so you have it's kind of tricky you don't want to ruin any other elections this year that are going to vote down ballot so i don't know if I think that he probably should go ahead and get it done before the election. 
But number one, the time is kind of yeah, limited. Because, hey, Go ahead. All right. What you say? say okay. Say he went. Say on November third, he's the president, but we, but we lose lose the majority. Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So, I mean, then, then we're screwed. Then we're wait, Then we're looking for Pence to pick up that, you know, that bring him in. And I mean, it's just a. It's a. I know there's a lot of moving parts. Who I know that it's really, and it's a. You know, this is a real, real crucial thing especially the trump's presidency but beyond his presidency this is way bigger than than donald trump you know this is going to be this is going to be ramifications for a long time right and you know i believe i really believe that god has set this up just like this for it to fall in in place yeah you know, everything's just coming together just like, you know, like like it's supposed to, to set us together, to uh, to put us all back together. You know, Trump said it a bunch of times. The best thing to bring people together is success. And that's success on all parts, you know, every race, every color, every creed. You know, if we're all doing good, we're all making money, and everything is good for every American, you know, that's going to bring everybody together. Then, you know we'll be able to see that we're not as divided as this stupid news media wants us to think that we are. That's right. Right on point, man. Thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Thanks. You have a good one. Thanks for your content, ABL. All right. Thank you. All righty. Let's get to some more calls. Number to call 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Let's get to the next call. 310, you're not allowed. Who am I speaking to? This is Ron from, from Georgia. All righty. What's, what's going on? Oh, man. I am so excited to get you, man. That I'm 66 years old, uh, conservative, and I'm glad I found you. You know, been for about four or five months now. Young man, they say you're, you're awesome. I've been telling you, to, uh, uh, talking about you to a lot of other people. And, uh, you know, just share that your views are exactly what mine is. I've been like this for, you know, 20 years or so. <laughs> kind of odd. I'm from California. I moved to Georgia. I had to leave. And I'm glad I left. <laughs> I, I hear you, man, because it's, it's, it's getting crazy. It is. I, I called back to check in with some of my peoples, and uh, it's real way out out there right now. And, uh, you know, it's so sad that right now, that our government is is dictating under fear. That's all it is. It's all fear, and I will not be afraid to go out, talk to my people, to smile at people, to shake people's hands. You know, but uh, the state of our country today is sad. You know, but I'm gonna be out lifting up our Lord, lifting up our nation. I'm you know so excited for our president. I look at his rallies see the enthusiasm out there, man, there's no way. This whole vote by mail thing is a scam. It's an awesome scam that you're trying to put on the people. But uh, I'm with my mom. She's a Democrat, and she's mad at me. But <laughs> but uh, I just told her, look, I said, I, I can't get with it. I said, I see what they're doing. It's all uh, vote by mail is a, it's a, a scam that you're trying to put on the American people. No, I got to build it in person. That's right. That's right. And, you know, 
if you if you got the votes going through the mail, like the way it is now, mail doesn't always get there when it's supposed to. It's it's kind of like shoddy as it is now. So how are you going to have all that volume with important stuff and people got their political points of view? Because what if the mail carrier is just like, you know what? I don't like the election. I don't want to see nobody vote. I'm going to throw it away. And then your vote is gone. How can you even account for that? How are you going to know? There's no transparency. It's nothing. So it's just, it's dangerous. Like you said, it's a scam. Go vote in person. But the whole, and then, then they try to say, well, you can, you could do absentee voting. Trump does absentee voting. That's different because you got to ask for it. And it's a whole process you go through versus just yeah. sending everybody a ballot like it's, like it's junk mail. That's not how you're going to go about it. Yep. Yep. And I've been getting junk mail like crazy. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting mail from my son who lives in, in uh, uh, Aurora, Colorado, and I'm in Georgia. <laughs> and, and he never lived with me, but they got they got his name on my birth certificate. And they they sent stuff out here, and I'm like, oh, man, this is crazy. I said, this is this is really way out crazy. What's trying to go through today? But uh, you know what? I'm just gonna continue to to vote in person. I've been voting in person since 1972. You know, I'm, that's when I became 18. <laughs> and first 18 year old back then. But you know what? I voted in every election since. And I'm going to continue to vote in person. Fear not. But, uh, you know, we just got to pray for our nation, man, because it's a sad state these days. That's right. It's a sad state. Well, you know what, ABL? You know what? God bless you, man. I, I, you know, you're doing a yeoman job. You and Brandon, uh, all you guys, man, the Taylor, the Candace, man, you guys are all awesome, man. I, I'm so excited. It's good to see uh, people like you, you know. So you guys keep on fighting a good fight, all right? Uh, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Appreciate you too, brother. God bless. All right. Great call. Shout out to the caller. Yeah, you're getting junk mail from your son living in a whole different state. And that's, that's what happens. I'm getting junk mail here from people that live here previously. So I could get their mail-in ballot too if we if you just something like that. If you're just sending it out to anybody that has ever voted before and you're not requesting it specifically, it's going to be a disaster. I mean, there's no beta test. There's no nothing for this. You're just kind of doing stuff haphazardly. And that's not really the way to go. Not at all. All righty. Let's get to some more calls. 845, you're on the line. I'm going to speak to you. Hey, it's John. All righty, John. What's happening? So I wanted, I don't know if you talked about this, but um, what I, I was listening to Steve Bannon's war room this morning. And uh, he had Rudy Giuliani on. So he basically explained why the, the Republicans have to rush this vote for the Supreme Court. And it's basically because the Democrats did this mail-in ballot shit. Hold on, hold on. And you can't, you can't, no you can't. Call the can't, cuz. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. So because the, the Democrats did this mail-in voting, um, there, there's no way they're going to certify the election results by January 3rd. So we need a Supreme Court so it could be, what is it? We need nine judges on the Supreme Court so this way they can rule on which delegates, state delegates get the seats. So this way then, because the Congress is going to have to uh, certify the election results. So he basically, uh, he explained it better than I can. I can't explain it very well. But um, while he was saying this, it was like Donald Trump was listening to his show because Donald Trump tweeted right after he said that. That he's he, we're going, the Republicans must push the, the his nominee. 
So that's all I wanted to really bring it up. So if you if you have time, you could listen to that episode. It's the recent episode of War Room with Rudy Giuliani. He explains it better than I can. I'll check it out for sure. Sounds good to me. All right, just keep doing what you're doing. I love your show, and I'll talk to you later, man. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, bye. Great call. Yeah, that makes sense because the Supreme Court will be needed in this whole process. Uh, but what I was saying earlier is if you reach 270 without the states that are in conflict, you won't need to do the whole recount thing. You can just go ahead and say he's a president. But if you don't have that, you got to have the Supreme Court intact because what you don't want eight to eight, eight, I mean, or four to four, you know, eight split down the middle. You don't want that. You want it to be a, a, a you want a decision to be made. I thank you for that, Charles Hunter Jr. My, my birthday is uh, Tuesday. So 36 years old. Thank you all for the birthday wishes early. All right, let's get to the next call. Um, hold on. Three three six you're on line. Who am I speaking to? Excuse me. Who am I speaking to? Three three six. Yes. Yes, I'm calling in the ABL show. You speaking to me right now, live, man. What's going on? How you doing, sir? Everything's great. Can't complain about yourself. I'm doing all right, man. I can't believe I got through to you. Yes, sir. You're on. And, uh, well, um. I got, here, I got some thoughts about this Supreme Court justice uh, nominee. Did you hear that Trump was thinking about putting a woman in her place? Yes, I did hear about that. Yeah, I think, I don't know if there's a rule that she has to be replaced by a woman since she is a woman, but definitely, if not, I believe that's a, uh, a move by Trump to try to get the, the woman's vote. What do you think? I mean, I think it's a good move all the way around. Because you you, have, you had a woman in there, she died. So replace her with a woman, and she's going to have a record that's like spotless. So you can't. There, there's no way to attack her. You can't. You can't attack her personally. All you can do is attack the president. You got a spotless record. She's a woman. What are you going to do? Nothing you can do. That's exactly right. <clears throat> One last thing before I get off here, and I I just want to tell you I appreciate your your show, man. And, I mean, you're solid. I listen to you every day, all the time. Um, for those who believe in critical race theory and social justice gospel and, and all that, A.B., I just want you to know, man, I spent 18 years in prison. I was in 19 state prisons, two fed prisons. I've been to prison seven different times for a total of 18 years. I got four felonies, about 10 misdemeanors. But I got out in 2012, and since then, by God's grace, no drugs, no alcohol. I've gotten an associate's, bachelor's, and master's degree in biblical studies. Got the best job that I've ever had in my life now for five years, just working hard. And so uh, I didn't have to have anything given to me. I just had to get out there, apply myself, work hard, and allow the Lord to do the rest. And he's got me in a good spot. And I've been accepted at a university in Kansas City, starting my PhD studies uh, in biblical studies. So it can be done without being given a handout. I haven't been oppressed, anything. I, you know, I'm stigmatized with my record, but that hasn't held me back at all. Think about it. four felonies, 10 misdemeanors, and I've been accepted to work on a PhD in biblical studies. So if I can do it and God's blessing it, people just have to apply themselves and let the Lord work the rest out, man. 
That's amazing, man. That's an excellent story. And you know what? We need to hear more stuff like that because this is America. This is not a hopeless place. And you, you found God. You, you found religion. I mean, that's that's a wonderful thing, man. So I'm, I'm really glad to hear it. Well, you keep going strong. I appreciate you, man. And uh, how about this? A.B. for president. <laughs> there you go, man. Thank you for that. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. Well, there it is. Man been in prison almost 20 years of his life combined. You know, about to get a Ph.D., got a master's. I mean, come on. If he could do it, why can't anyone else? This is America. You could do whatever you want. Yeah, put them drugs down, put the alcohol down, and focus on your purpose in life, whatever that may be. I know guys right now that been to the penitentiary that do all kind of things. I know a guy that's merchant seaman right now. He did six years in the joint straight. Another guy did eight in, in the penitentiary. He has his own plumbing business. You can actually do things with a record because there's some things that need to be done. You would never know who has a record that's out there that you kind of depend on, that you rely on every day to have society function. So you can make mistakes. You can have bad things happen to you in your life. You could do bad things in your life, but you can be redeemed. You can gain redemption, but it's all on you. If, if you don't apply yourself, if you don't really take that next step, then it ain't, you're going to be on a hamster wheel, not being able to get off. That's you. That's Patriots. What's happening? Hey, ABL. How are you? How are you? I'm doing pretty good about yourself. Oh, very good. Doing real good. Yeah. We uh, we were watching earlier when you were talking about the uh, the pack of animals that are on the pew um, that uh, call themselves human beings, but uh, and how they treated Kim Klasik, which um, we really support a lot. But um, we're just. Um, which is kind of funny that um, it, it always is the same thing. You know, I mean, when the Democrats don't have facts, they always go to, you know, name calling and and shutting you down because they, they really can't win the argument. And uh, it's just standard with them. You know, whoopie's ate up. Oh, my God. Yeah. We wanted to know, uh, ABL, did you ever get a chance to see, I think it was a couple of years back when Judge Janine was invited on to The View and um, she was back on Fox News and she was explaining and talking about her experience. And uh, apparently a part of the segment would be like completely like went off on her and like took off her mic and and left the table and everything. But she was also explaining how when they got behind the scenes, like Whoopi kind of cornered her as they were like going down this corridor and was like telling her, F you, F you, get the F out of this building and like completely disrespected her as well. Yeah. Do you remember saying that or that with Judge Janine? I do remember that. Yes, that, that was a crazy, crazy thing. But it, it tells you the mentality of these people. I mean, they're ridiculous. Like, I understand, okay, you want to be on TV, you want to have a fiery exchange, mm-hmm. but then now you're in my personal space off the camera. See, we, we didn't cross the boundary, but that's that's their mentality. That's how they think. It's it's just hate. And that, that hate, you can't you can't find love if you get hate in your heart. Yeah, and she was she was even saying that they invited her on because at the time Judge Janine was promoting her book 
And she was just like, just completely shocked because they had invited her onto the view only to disrespect her like that. So when we saw that with uh, Kim Klasick and, and Joy, it's like, you guys invite these people on your show. You know that they are conservative or Republican, and they just like completely invite them on there only to just completely yeah, try to tear them it's up. It's intentional. That's why they do yeah. it. Yeah. Exactly. Is it intentional? Yeah, it's, it's, of course it is, because the thing is, when Kim Clasey was there, they weren't asking about her race. That's why she was there, talking about a congressional race. They're talking about Donald Trump. It's okay, I'm here running for office in Congress. You're talking about Donald Trump and the virus and stuff like that. I mean, it was crazy. And then she's trying to talk, and they're being real childish. Sonny Hosen was like, wow, wow. I was like, okay, are we 15 years old? Are we in high school again? Or are we grown adults here? I mean, yeah, it's 1,000% intentional. They're trying to embarrass her. And they were trying to just attack her because they hate her without even knowing her. And it's really a shame. Absolutely. Exactly right. we, we really hope Kim wins. And, uh, oh, yeah, we definitely support things. her. Absolutely. Oh, the other thing, ABL, is that um, we didn't know if you got a chance to read Candace Owens' book. We did uh, already order it, and I've already read it. But, you know, ABL, we're waiting on your book to come out now. <laughs> hey, that that could be coming any day now. You never know. I could just pop out with one <laughs> as a surprise, but like here. And my, my book would be crazy because I have a crazy life story coming from West Virginia originally, uh, single wide trailer with my mom and dad being, you know, my mom was a stay at home mom and then she became a single mom. Like that whole thing, that whole story is crazy. So, yeah. Oh, got to get a signed copy. Yeah, we, yeah we, <laughs> we would love to read it and we want a signed copy, ABL. <laughs> I got you. <laughs> But thank you so much for having us. We'll Thanks. continue to watch the show. Have fun. And thank y'all for being here. Hey, you guys, plug your channel for me right quick, if you don't mind. Okay. It's oh, absolutely. Uh, it's, um, I was going to say the other vlogging channel. It's Interracial Patriots. We are Interracial Patriots on YouTube. Thank you so much, ABL. Thank y'all for being here. Appreciate y'all as always. Bye-bye. Bye. All righty. Great call from Interracial Patriots. You guys check them out right here on the YouTubes. And yeah, my book, as I put that book out, man, I got all kinds of stories, crazy stories that you wouldn't even believe. The dope, I'll tell you, I'll tell you about the dope pile story when I was a little boy. Uh, the, you know, West Virginia, the trailer, the trailer park that I lived in. Uh, yeah, black family in the trailer park. Mom and dad in the trailer park. I mean, they ever land that in that spectacular, but it's, it's part of the story. Um, you know, traveling a lot as a kid, going from here to there. You know, the, the drugs that happened. You know, not, I, I can't talk about it no more, but you're going to see it. You, you, you'll read it, pardon me, in the book. Let's get to this, get to some more calls here. All right. Now, I have a caller that's trying to call in again. They already called in. You can't call in twice, sir. I can see this right there. If that's you, you can't call in twice, big, bo big boss. All right. Now, let's get to some next. Okay. About time, what's going on? Anthony, how you feeling today, brother? Everything is good, man. Can't complain. Sounds good. Sounds good. There's these rumors. I don't know. They haven't confirmed it yet. Of um, supposedly, um, RBG saying that she wanted, she wanted her her seat to be filled after the elections and when there's a new president. What do you think about that, man? That's that's crazy. Yeah, I've read that. That came from her granddaughter allegedly, and you know that's not that's not surprising because she should have retired a long time ago. I mean, because really, she made a mistake by not retiring under Obama. Like Big 20, time. Yeah, 2013. Go ahead and retire then so he can replace you. She stayed. I'm not really sure why, but she stayed past Obama 
and into Trump. And then unfortunately she died in office under Trump and couldn't get to the next term. So it was like, all right, now we got a window. So we're going to go ahead and replace, but she knew that and she didn't want it to happen. But nah, you said, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg in 2016, that there's no law that says that you can't replace somebody in the last year of your presidency on the Supreme court. So she said it, she already put it out there. So you can't go back now because it's you that's got to be replaced. <laughs> yeah, well, she, she can't say anything about it now. Um, uh, let, let me tell you this. Um, do you think they're going to, I mean, I know they should do it as soon as possible, but do you think it's actually feasible to get it in before the election? I mean, me personally, I don't think it's possible just because of all the things that's going on with the, with this whole coronavirus uh, spending bill still going on and the election in general, you think they'll have time to get it in before November 3rd? I think so. I mean, you already got the list ready. You already know who you want. Just go ahead and confirm it. Get, get, the, get the Senate on there, and then you'll be good to go. That's my opinion. Now, of course, it'd be the whole big dog and pony show, talking dance from the left. They'll, they'll attack whoever it is because they say, oh, this is, un, this, is, this is unwise. This is not how you do things. Trump's a dictator. This is vindictive or whatever. <laughs> but, the, the, but the reality is that he's still the president until yeah. January 2021. So we're in yep. September. So you got... Uh, the full months, basically October, November, December, January, four full months. What's the point in waiting until uh, November the fifteenth or something? Why he'll still be here until January, regardless whether he win or lose. So go ahead, do it right now. What's the problem? Exactly. Um, I think to be honest, I think the nominee. I think actually President Trump should just go in full critical race theory on the nominee, meaning <laughs> he should pick the most victim person possible like oh, let, let him have it everything get let it, well he said actually today he said in a rally in north carolina that it that is going to be a female which i agree 100 he should try to make her the, the 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 one with the most um victim points i like amy comey barrett i like that she um clerk for anton scalia i like her age she's 48 years old if she serves until the age that uh, rbg served She'll serve like 40 years on the bench. That is insane. Um, I like what she believes. Uh, what was it? Diane Feinstein said that the dogma lives uh, strong within you, meaning her Christian, uh, her Catholic beliefs, which is obviously very similar to Christian beliefs. Obviously, me being a Christian, I enjoy that. I think Amy Barrett, Co uh, Amy Coney Barrett, is the one. Who you? Who, who do you like? I like Amy Coney Barrett for sure. Mm. Mm. She, she she I think she sounds good, man. It's crazy. Now, yo, real quick, $13 billion to Puerto Rico, man. They're, the the left is complaining, saying, we, we, you know, because it's like you damned if you do, you damned if you do with, with President Trump. He, they're like, yeah, but but why now? I mean, okay, so what's what's the appropriate time to do it? Like <laughs> exactly. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't understand. I don't get it. If if they need it, they need it. It doesn't really matter when they need it. They need it now. Go ahead, give it yeah. to them. Exactly. I think. Well, they mentioned that one. The, the reasons was like they were trying to find out exactly how much they needed to spend, et cetera. And they were actually because I mean everybody knows this, the, the corruption in Puerto Rico again. And this is something that that has nothing to do with the Puerto Rican people themselves, but the government of Puerto Rico. It's kind of corrupt. So they making sure. Well, you remember. You remember in 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 uh, for Maria when they hired somebody to fix their electrical grid, and they hired a company in the U.S. that had two employees. Oh, wow, really? Is that what, is that what? And 
Yes, I think the company's name was called Whitefish, and they hired some, a company that was going to fix the electrical grid of PR with two employees. Insanity, man. That's crazy. Absolutely ridiculous. It, crazy, man. But let me let you go, man, and just take care. Keep doing what you're doing. God bless, brother. And it's just going to get the the craziness is going to turn up to level 9,000 now with the, all the leftists crying. And well, some of the people that you put on already, uh, like that, that lady <laughs> screaming behind her wheel, they, it's, it's always something crazy for them. For the leftists, the world is ending every single day. That's right, man. Right on point. Thank you for your call. Thank you. Take care, brother. All right, shout out to The Valentine Show. You guys find him right now on the YouTubes. He does have a channel, The Valentine Show. Matter of fact, I'll put a link to his channel right here in the box. Uh-oh, I was on the channel right there getting a link. And thank you all for being here. If you guys enjoy the content, give me a thumbs up. If you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Go ahead and do that right now. I'd appreciate it. Okay, there we go, The Valentine Show. There we, there we have it. And let's get to some more. All right. I know, caller, who am I speaking to? What? I, I know, caller, who am I speaking to? Hi. Um. So, hey, this is a call. Did, did you call in earlier? No, I did not. All right, man, what's going on? Um, nothing. I just wanted to talk about uh, the special. Uh, well, I wanted to talk about more about you've been talking about the Supreme Court and stuff, and just I I kind of agreeing with you on this stuff. I mean, I kind of disagree that we need to get we need to get someone new on there. I think they should wait because I feel like if this was Hillary Clinton's president, I feel like the Democrats will be saying we need to get someone on the court. We need to do it now. We can't wait. But the thing is, though, if Trump is so sure he is going to win, why not just wait? You know, if he's so sure he's going to win in 2020, beat Joe Biden, which he might, which he might, then why not just wait then? Because then you can say, I'm just going to wait. And then you'll make everyone happy. Well, the problem is that the election is going to be an issue because of the mail-in voting. And you're going to need the Supreme Court to be complete in order to sort out those issues. That's going to be a problem. So if he waits until after the election... Then you have all that going on and he appoints someone in the midst of all that to solve it. That's going to be a problem because then it looks like you're trying to find somebody that would just do whatever he wants in that situation to make him win again. Yeah. So go ahead and do it right now. Hillary Clinton said in 2016, you have a duty to fill that seat. RBG said the same thing last time. She was like, go ahead and fill it. There's no law against it. There's no point in waiting. Go ahead and get it done right now. And we've been knowing for a while that RBG was on her last leg. She was pretty much on the way out. So there's no sense, no sense in waiting. You need to get this done now because there's going to be things coming up very soon, like within the next few weeks, that are going to need the Supreme Court to be full to complete. Yeah, I, I, complete, I completely agree with you on that. And then there was something else I want to ask you. Do you see this Tulsi Gabbard amendment that she's putting forward that seems pretty good about, like, voter integrity or something like that? No. Oh, uh, yeah, she had, like, some, like, ballot measure bill that, like, even, like, right-wingers are seeming to like. It's, like, to stop off, like, the hide it, holding a ballot. It's, like, to stop off, like, the, the keeping the ballots. Like, I forgot specifically what it is. You should look into it and, like, probably do a segment. It's really good. It's, like, some amendment where you can't hide, you can't hold on to the ballots. 
like once you get the ballot, you have to start counting it or something like that. I saw it and I thought, as much as I'm not, I'm not a Tulsa Gabbard supporter. I wasn't a supporter of hers, but I thought this was kind of a good thing to do, considering how everyone on either side is saying there's going to be fraud happening. The mail-in ballots is going to be a fraud because I'm being voting my ballot. I'm being mailing my ballot since I'm at a greater risk of getting the virus, which I had uh, like a week or so ago. So I just thought this is a good thing to do so that okay. it can prevent. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, thank yeah. you for the call. I appreciate you. Yeah, you're welcome, man. All right. So that's, that was him. I thought that was him. Yeah, the same guy from earlier. Don't call in twice. As a matter of fact, your, your voice, I got it locked in my mind now. So I know who you are, sir. All right. Let's get to the next call. And let's go. 770, you don't know who I'm going to speak to. Hey, Anthony. How you doing now, buddy? Everything's good, man. Can't complain about yourself. Uh, pretty good, pretty good. David and Miss Lisa here. Sorry we didn't hit you on the Skype, Matt. We in and out of the house to the shop, whatnot, you know. Didn't bring my computer down here. I'm sorry. Well, I got one, but I haven't got the main one. Oh, it's all right. If, hey, look, man, if you, got any, if you hear anything in the background, I have a wire EDM running in my shop. I'm sorry. You know... We're, we're, we're burning the midnight oil. He's hey, in his own my, business. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's part of owning your own business, man. Oh, it's all good. Um, I understand. Good deal, good deal. I uh, wanted to uh, laugh with you about something you sent over tweet about Kamala Harris. And you're like, what's so funny talking about, was it kids' education when she just couldn't quit laughing? Yeah. And I'm thinking, is this who's going to be? in charge of this country, possibly, and can't stop giggling. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty weird. She has that laugh all the time. It's just laughing at inappropriate moments for for no real good reason. It's like, come on, is that going to be the president? Because what they want is for her to become the president when they take Joe Biden and let him just go sit down somewhere because he's not really able to fulfill his duties as a president if he were to win, which he's not going to win. Yeah, it just it struck me because in the back of my mind I noticed she was laughing, but reading your tweet it brought it to my attention. I thought, you know, this isn't new. She's been doing this. And one other thing I wanted to ask your opinion on, you know, it's sad that one of our justices has passed away, but her feet, her seat does need to be filled. I felt like when Lisa Murkowski and Susan Collins. They determined what they were going to do before they ever even reached out to the people that voted them into office. How come these senators don't reach out to the very citizens that vote for them to find out what they would want? I, that's, that's a good question. M- maybe they don't really care. It's not to me. It's like no concern to them. They're, they're worried about what they want rather than what their constituents want, which ain't the right way to go. Because if you're elected by people, you work for them, not for your own self-interest, but... Maybe they think otherwise. Yes, it's it's like it's it's in both parties. You're not in. T- I mean, I never hear anything from whoever is supposed to be um, looking after our needs. Whatever happened to them having town halls saying, "Okay, guys, this is what's going on. This is what's coming up. What do you guys want me to vote?" What or what? Yeah. You know, what do y'all I, expect out of me? Yeah. What do you want me to do? Right. Um, That's how it should be, but unfortunately. 
it's not like that in America. A lot of times, these politicians get in the office and do whatever they want to do. Career politicians, man. Right, exactly. Hey, uh, I, w- I want to touch on something you was talking about before you started taking callers about the uh, about the virus crap. Yeah. Uh, did I just imagine it, or did the CDC come out two or three weeks ago and talk about only 6%? of the people that have died were related completely to coronavirus or COVID-19. Is that that's, true? That's right. That's 100% right. They, they were saying that only 6% had just a virus and no other comorbidities. That's just That was it. We are being fed so much BS, it isn't even funny. Right. I, 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 just, I don't know. I just can't. It's hard for me. I just can't hardly comprehend what we're being told and then the CDC come out and say something like that. I mean, you know, I feel sorry for anybody that's got the crap. If I get it tomorrow, if it's my time to go, I'm gone, period. Right. I don't know. It's just they're using it in so many bad ways to, I don't know, to screw up the mind of the public. I, I I don't know what's going on. It's just crazy. And the mail-in voting, I'll say it again. I say it every time I call your show. It's just it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. Right. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. And the little girl in Baltimore, I hope and pray she wins. She's got it going on. I don't know. It goes with what we were saying about she's truly trying to listen to the people. Those people to need the, to listen. She's trying to do the yeah. right thing. She, she's doing it by heart. That, that's that's the way it's supposed to be, for sure, because like, like I was saying earlier, it's about, you know, serving the people, not just serving your own self-interest. But, hey, I, th- I thank y'all for the call. I got a lot of calls online. I got to get to a few more. I appreciate y'all for calling it's in, as her. always. Bye-bye. All right, now, y'all take care. Bye bye. All right, shout out to the callers. Great callers, as always. Let's get to some more here. 480, you're in a line. I'm speaking to. Hey, this is Chuck. Uh, how's it going, ABL? Everything's good, man. Can't complain. Well, let me turn the volume off of my video. Okay. So, uh, from Arizona, um, appreciate the show. Been watching probably like three weeks now um, seeing my buddy on Facebook share the link um, so everybody's got a Facebook or anything share the link um, get ABL out there but my question is uh, what's going on with China um, I seen in the end of 2019 we had our uh, basically world war games over there it's like the Olympics uh, for the war games um, in Wuhan China um, which is where the COVID came out of um, and then at the same time, uh, all that was going on, they also introduced uh, 5G, um, also came out of Wuhan. Um, now, with the, the COVID and everything, I know it's it's not really as, as big as it is. Most of the deaths are actually coming out of retirement folks' homes. Um, Canada just released 80%, Pennsylvania 63%, waiting on Wisconsin, Chicago, and New York. Um, but my question is the, the last week, um, and then a month prior to that, uh, 
we've seen basically uh, a whistleblower come from Wuhan and come over and let us know, yeah, this is coming from China. China's doing it. It's China's fault. Um, and not just once, they came back on and said, even worse, you know, this is a, a Frankenstein um, kind of uh, pathogen that, you know, has the, the arms of a, a chicken and the head of a cow and the body of a rooster or a pig or whatever. And basically it's just all pieced together like a Frankenstein piece. Um, but what I'm what I'm uh, thinking has happened is China is trying to openly let the U.S. know that they're attacking us um, and that it probably came out of the world. Um, Olympic Games, um, but with China's people, um, China can't just come out and attack us. And their people don't really like them right now. Um, so with an attack from the U.S. Um, is what I think they're trying to get, that they can get the backing of their people. Um, do you kind of agree with that? Uh, that? There was a lot there. So what's your specific question? Uh, like, basically, do you think China's trying to spark war um, by letting us know that they they put out the coronavirus um, and not only letting us know once, but twice on the uh, the biggest broadcasted um, news network, um, Tucker Carlson, twice now um, within the last month. Do you think they're uh, trying to engage, like basically get us to engage in war or some kind of conflict by letting uh, the U.S. know that it is them doing it? Um, I don't know. I don't think that they would want to do something like that because you're talking about an armed conflict. That's um, what they call mad, mutually assured destruction because we both got nukes mm-hmm. and we both got weapons that have pretty much crippled the entire planet. So I'm not really sure they want to do that. And then that, that'll spark a world war because it wouldn't just be between us and China. It'd be Russia, yeah. Japan, Korea, Europe, Africa, or everybody. Everybody would be involved. A, maybe not a war, but a scare tactic to let us know, hey, um, watch out because we can basically take out the entire world. Um with a, a flip of the switch almost, you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not really sure. I, I don't know. That's a good question. Uh, but we are in right now is kind of a ideological war. That's definitely happening right now. And also yeah. uh, the tech, the tech stuff, the intellectual property that's going on. That's And, and the spying is a big thing. That's why you got yep. TikTok being banned like today. TikTok. Yeah, and also yeah, WeChat. It, yep, just of, today. Huh? Just today, yep. Yeah, so it's a lot of stuff TikTok. happening. But I'm not really sure about any kind of conflicts, like as far as arms, but there is kind of a Cold War type thing happening. Yeah, I mean, it all it all responds from uh, the Wuhan and, and they're letting us know. So it's just it's, it's odd that, you know, no action. Nobody's really talking about, you know, worldwide. You know, why is China not getting repercussions for this? Um, and it's possibly because everybody's scared that they can do it again. Um, it's kind of my idea, um, which is really scary, but. I appreciate it. Um, I was listening to uh, Candace Owens the other day, and she let me know um, something pretty good. Um, she was talking about her grandpa and uh, how basically when she was talking to him, right when she was going conservative, she told him to have a relationship with God. And I thought that that was uh, pretty powerful. Um, I don't really, I've never really been religious, um, but I've been looking for like stuff to do as far as like volunteering. And uh, I thought it was cool, just the idea of a relationship. You know, you can have a friend. You don't agree with everything they say, but you guys both want better for each other. And so I, I, uh, I encourage everybody to at least have a relationship with the church. They want better for you, and uh, hopefully you want better for them, right? Absolutely.
but I appreciate it. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, you have a good one. Great caller. Let's get it some more here. All right. Two five two, you're in line. I'm speaking to. Uh, Nathan Hamilton. All righty, what's going on? Not much, and I've been watching y'all for a little bit now. I started watching uh, uh, B Tatum, and he got me turned on to you. And uh, it's been a real pleasure uh, uh, watching you and uh, and getting to uh, see your uh, thoughts on everything. Well, I'm glad you're here, man. Glad to have you. Um. Sorry, I just walked into work. Um, yeah, this uh, the Ruth Bader Ginsburg thing. Um, it's horrible that she died and everything, but I do. I, I was listening to the uh, the other guy that you had on Skype call. I believe I'm with you all. Uh, we need to get somebody in there as soon as possible because that way, like y'all said, less chances of them saying that there's something underhanded going on. Right. I had something else I was wanting to ask you about, but I forgot all about it. But maybe I can get to you next time. This is, I've been trying to get in to call you and talk to you for weeks now, and I can't believe I actually got in to uh, actually speak with you. But, hey, you, B. Tatum, and uh, Jericho, y'all keep fighting for the good fight, and uh, appreciate y'all very much. All right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you and your support. Yes, sir. Anytime. All right, great caller. Got a whole lot of calls on the line. And the number, as always, is in the description box at the very top and also in the ticker right here below me. It'll go to it at a certain point in time. Oh, also, uh, here's a quick little commercial break for you guys. Quick commercial break. Uh, download the official Trump 2020 app so you can get news and information and volunteer opportunities straight from them rather than relying upon the lamestream old school watched up media. Just give them your phone number, verify, and you'll be good to go. You'll be good money. So go ahead, download that app right there. This is the official app straight from the Trump 2020 campaign, and it is sponsored. So I got a sponsor link from the campaign. I'm involved, but not really. I'm like lowly, I'm, I'm like on the low level kind of involved with it, but not really. But whatever I could do to help the campaign and get real info out there, I'm all with it. So again, Download the Trump 2020 campaign app on your phone and verify with your number. You'll be good to go. You'll be good money. It is free. It is absolutely free. Just verify and you'll be good. I put it right there in the chat and also it's in the description box always. So again, Trump 2020 app, the official app from the Trump 2020 campaign. All right, back to the show. All right, call you online. I'm speaking to 210. Uh, yes. I uh, finally got through after about 50 calls. <laughs> I'm glad you're here, man. What's happening? Uh, okay, uh, three points I wanted to uh, discuss regarding uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. One, um, I, I've seen a whole lot of ugliness on uh, Twitter and Facebook from both sides. You know, leftists are mad at her for not retiring during Obama's term. Um, you know, people on the right are calling her, you know, Ding dong, the witch is dead. And, and, you know, that's ridiculous. Just stop that nonsense. You know, she was a Supreme Court justice, right? We should be proud of her and her career. We need to move on and appoint someone new, right? I, um, 
I was kind of worried about the way this situation is coming out um, because, you know, it does look um, uh, a bit um, wishy-washy on the part of Mitch McConnell and the Republican Senate to deny, uh, uh, you know, even seeing a nominee from President Obama. Um, I wish they would have just said, you know what, we're in control of the Senate. And we're not going to see it or we'll see it, but we're not going to approve it. I, I wish they would have been more straightforward about it because now it looks hypocritical of them. Well, I mean, but it, it can, it can look that. Go ahead. I, I, I'm sorry. Um, if you don't mind me plugging uh, another YouTuber, I don't know if you're into his stuff or not. Uh, uh, Tim Pool. Uh -huh. I watched something by him today. And he made a very valid point. He said, we need to go ahead and get this done. And he, he's a liberal. He's a self-professed liberal. He believes the Republicans need to go ahead and get this done because it will impact, um, it will impact how the, the desire of voting on the part of non-Trumpers or Trump haters. It, he, he called it um, running scared versus running angry. Your thoughts? Well, it's important to go ahead and do it because you need you're gonna need a Supreme Court when you're talking about the 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 voting the election results because you got all the mail in stuff that's gonna be a problem and you're gonna need them for that particular situation and you don't want to try to appoint somebody while that's happening because then people will say or you just want somebody to go in your favor when it comes to the uh, election and the, and the results. So you want to get somebody now to avoid all those problems. Oh, you're, you're absolutely right, sir. And I, 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 you know, I didn't realize those thoughts until I was watching you before I got a chance to talk to you. But uh, again, again, you know, I just wanted to uh, also throw in the, into the mix of the batter, the thoughts that, that I watched from Tim pool earlier, where he was saying that, you know, the, the, whether or not we get it done now or we wait until after the election uh, could affect how, um, I, I don't know, the motivation of voters on both sides. Uh, in, in particular, you know, it, you know how it goes. We would prefer that conservative voters are more uh, encouraged to vote than, you know, progressive or liberal or whatever left voters. And uh, he, he made a very valid point. But, yeah, I, I, I agree with the point you made on that, too. And uh, find that, that that just, you know, I, I didn't even think about that. But like I said, I, I was initially concerned at how, you know, uh, shady it looks for, you know, Mitch McConnell and him to say, well, you know, it's our football and we're not going to play the game today. But then when, it, you know, it, it it's absolutely true. You know, and they kind of said it. It's just a lot of Americans, in particular, if you don't watch the other side's point of view, as uh, you know, I, I primarily would watch Fox. If I do watch news, I mostly watch guys like you, Tim Pool, and other independent reporters, because y'all y'all put out right away who you are and where you're coming from, and I appreciate that perspective because I know what you're about, and I'm following you because I know what you're about, and I agree with what you're about. So everything's been done is just like these different ideals is like, if we don't go ahead and get it done and strike while the iron's hot, then it could lead to more complications. Just like you said, it looks shysty 
if he tries to appoint something after the effect. Uh, and then on the other side of it, right. the voters on the left are going to be more encouraged to vote because they're scared of what's going to happen if they don't versus they're just mad because they didn't get their way. Exactly. 100%. Thank you for your call. I definitely appreciate you. Yes, sir. I'm glad I got to talk to you again. Bye. All right. All righty. Let's get some more calls in here. 601, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Uh, hey, ABO. My name is Crystal. All righty, Crystal. What's happening? Um, I wanted to call in and get your opinion on something because I know that, that you're very involved in the political world. And um, I wanted to know what your opinion is on the Durham report, if you feel like they will release that before the election. And do you think that that could affect the Supreme Court situation? Well, I'm not really familiar with it, so I don't even really know. I think that it, it could be something there, but I don't think that it would really affect the election that much because it's not really a thing people are really keyed in on. I mean, some of us are going to be kind of keyed in on it, but I think those of us that really paid attention have already made our minds up, and that won't change our mind one way or the other. Well, I, I, I follow Adam Housley, and I don't know if you know who that is. But um, he was a Fox commenter or commentator that he quit Fox News because he felt like he wasn't able to give nonpartisan news coverage. And he's the one that initially broke the story, I think, in 2017. And he's been saying that he feels like the Democrats are very, very nervous about the report. And I noticed today I read something about the Democrats doing an emergency some kind of emergency thing to the IG to stop him from releasing or to investigate the, the report. So I was just like, I wonder if they're trying to use that to kind of blow it up to take heat off of the Supreme Court situation or vice versa. Uh, maybe so. That's, that's definitely a, a thought. Okay. Well, that's all I had to say. All right. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. All righty. Let's get to a few more calls here. 718, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, ABL? This is John calling from Hawaii. All righty, John. What's happening? Listen, man, I have a couple of things to say. I don't even really have any questions. But number one, the YouTube algorithm has been bringing up the black conservative commentators. I really appreciate you, uh, Brandon Tatum, Jericho Green, all these. I really appreciate that you guys are out there. You can't, you can't break it up there, man. You can't, you can't break it up a little bit. Can you hear me now? Uh, keep talking, but you're kind of breaking up. Uh, any better? A little bit, but, but continue to talk, and I'll, I'll tell you if it's, you know. Oh, bummer. Okay. Um, I was just saying uh, all of the black conservators on my YouTube channel grateful that the algorithm finally got something right on YouTube because you guys all have a great message. Tatum and Jericho Green, I love listening to you guys, so thank you very much. No problem. Uh, number two, being a child of God destroys racism, man. I, I love everyone of every color, of every background. Uh, that's what God tells us to do. The most important things are to love God and love your neighbor. It's that simple. Uh, number three, uh, listen 
You know, Hawaii is paradise for the most part, but I think Joseph Goebbels has come back from the grave and said, if you tell a lie loud enough and long enough, eventually it becomes the truth and people will believe it. Uh, We have people here that rat out each other, that call the cops if they see you breaking the social distancing or not wearing a mask or even going to the beach with your family. Uh, We're we're coming back to Nazi Germany here. Uh, The last thing I'll say is on masks. Tony Heller put out a video video about the spike in July on uh, on the COVID cases in Hawaii. That was after the mask mandate. I'll tell you why that happened. Because driving around here every day, you finally see these signs come out that say free COVID test everywhere. So everybody that's on their way to breakfast at IHOP says, hey, let's get in line for the COVID test. So it's no mystery that if you test 30,000 people, you're going to get a ton of spikes in numbers of people that had it way back in February. But these are healthy people that after they're done with their tests, they go and they have their pancakes at IHOP, and it's just on with their daily life. I'm tired of the Nazi, the Nazi regime that's going on in these blue states. I can't even enjoy living here with my family. And uh, I just, again, I'm really grateful for the message that you're putting out there, and I'll hang up, and you all can discuss. <laughs> Thank you for your call. All righty. I don't know if you hung up or wet, but shout out to the caller. 318, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Hello? Yes, 318, who am I speaking to? Hello, this is Spencer. All righty, man, what's going on? Oh, doing good. Pleasure to talk to you, man. Um, As far as people talking about, you know, hypocrisy, you know, what Mitch McConnell done in 16, uh, Look, this is one of these, these times where, you know, we got to do what we got to do. They they do hypocrisy every day. So, I mean, if we don't jump on this while the iron's hot, we will regret it for the rest of our lives. I mean, do you think in the same position, Nancy Pelosi say, well, okay, since we're done at 16, we won't do it now? I don't think so. Now, I mean, if they, if they could have gotten – um, who was that? Uh, Merrick Garland in there? They would have done it, but they couldn't because they didn't have the majority in the Senate. So nah, no. and 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 really, they wanted to get him in there. Barack Obama named him. Hillary Clinton said, um, "It's your obligation. It's your duty. You got to do it." So they wanted, but they just couldn't do it. So it's it's no point in them saying, "Oh well, you know, go by the same thing." They they're not being inconsistent or being some kind of way flaky. They're being very consistent. They had to send it so they controlled what they wanted to do. So back then, they didn't want Merrick Garland to be in there, so they didn't confirm him. And now they're going to want the conservative in there, so they're going to do it. They have the power in the Senate, and they're using it. It's not illegal. It's not wrong. It's what you're supposed to do. That's right. And you know they would do it. As, as, as bad as they've been to this president for the last four years and what they've done, I, mean, I find no fault in them pushing this judge through right exactly oh good talk hey like how you like how you do your work and keep it up man all right thank you for the call definitely appreciate you all right all right thank you to all the callers you guys have been great let's get to some more calls here 515 you're on the line we're speaking to um my name is Giovanni um all right, I got background noise here, boss. Turn it down for me, please. Yeah, 
hear me better? Yes. Okay. Um, so, I'm actually, I'm 14, and I've been uh, kind of listening to different black conservatives for the past few years. Uh, and so I just started school last week, um, and my teacher has been telling the, all of us students, because I just joined ninth grade, He's telling us how we are systemically racist and we need to give, pay reparations. He told me this, and I'm black. He didn't realize that at the time, but it was really funny to see his reaction to, oh, like how we reacted when I told him I was black. It was interesting. Um, um, but just the indoctrination, I, just terrible. Okay, um, now I, I have questions. I have questions. Okay. Now, when he said, okay, the country is systemically racist, did he give any examples or did he just say it as a blanket statement? I, I asked for examples, but he just, he didn't, he didn't answer the question. Oh, so he, he didn't have any. He just says it and he can't prove it. So that tells you right there. Like if, if I say yeah. something to you, I'll be able to prove it. I'll be able to say, you know what? Um, a dollar is 100 cents. And here's all the pennies right there. Add up, go to the bank, deposit it, and there you have it. it. It adds up. It's just it's just math. It's basic math. I could say, if you add two plus two, you get four. I can give you two sticks, two sticks, and then you have four sticks at the end. But if he can't say why um, you have systemic racism or what it is, and he's just making up stuff. And I'm, yeah. I'm glad you're able to recognize this indoctrination is not really real because a lot of people aren't able to see it and they eat it up. Are you seeing your classmates just kind of buy into it, or are they kind of woke? Like, what's going on? Well, some of them are kind of questioning it. Like, well, if if this is actually really occurring, why can't you give us any dates or times? I mean, he even went so far as to because we it's this modern U.S. history, whatever that means. <laughs> um, he went as far as to compare the police to the KKK. Um, and then he said, can any of you name any other sources of white, um, white supremacists and terrorists in general? And I, so I said Antifa, and he said, well, I wouldn't call them terrorists. And it was just, so every, whatever is a terrorist organization is not a terrorist organization. What it is not a terrorist organization is a terrorist organization. It's kind of messed up, but that's how it works in public school system. Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's really ridiculous. It's like you got to just kind of at, at a certain point, it's like, what is it even worth? You, you're going there and you're getting taught things that aren't true. Now, they're going to teach you some things that are true, but it'll be mixed with things that aren't white supremacy. Like I never heard any of those terms when I was a kid, when I was going to school, when I was ninth grade, never heard any of that. You heard about things that actually happen, things you can prove, things that are actually in the history books that are record of, not what this person's opinion is. And it's a bad opinion at that because not even really fleshed all the way out. He doesn't have all this information. He's not really well read on what he's telling you. So, you know, at, at a certain point, more than he does, which is pretty sad. Yeah. Um, and my godmother, she's really aggravated because all these public schools, and you know how they have the electronic um, bulletin boards outside? Um, outside of school? Yeah. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I thought it was just a Des Moines, Iowa thing. Um, <laughs> um, they all say we stand with Black Lives Matter. Um, but it gets to the point where 
I've asked multiple teachers, why is it that you stand with this organization that has killed more black people than the police in some cases, that have hurt more black lives than the white man? I mean, what we fail to talk about is it's not the white man coming into our communities and killing us. It's black men. It's not the white men coming into the community and getting women pregnant and leaving. It's black men. I mean, we make up not even a fraction of the population, not even 25%, but we commit 50% of the crime. 13%. Like 13.5. 13.4% of the population, and we commit half of the crime. Why don't we talk about issues that are actually affecting us instead of giving out reparations? Why don't we help invest in our communities, getting better schools? Um, help black people invest in homes, help them bring back jobs to Detroit and Baltimore and all these Democrat-run cities. But they won't do that because, like Malcolm X said, there's nothing more dangerous than the white liberal. They're not going to do anything. They just want your vote. They come into our community every four years promising this, promising that, all systemic racism, but they never give us any instances of systemic racism. And the, the instances that they do give us are totally justifiable. Man, you, you're right on point. Really sharp at a young age, man. I'm proud. And you know what? I have evidence to support what you're saying as far as, you know, the, the left pretty much just fostering this kind of stuff. On, on my Twitter page, I don't know if you saw it or if you heard it when I played it earlier, uh, there was a chant from some BLM Antifa types as they're out there marching. And the chant says, who do we protect? And then the call back says, black criminals. They said that out there in the street. Yeah. It was at least probably about 100 of them out in the street, Black Lives Matter, Antifa. Who do we protect? Black criminals. That says it all right there. We're not criminals on this call right now. We're just regular people doing what we got to do every day, living our lives. We don't protect criminals. We protect righteous people. They're not for that. We are. So we see what side of the aisle that we're going to be on going forward. Yeah. I mean, and and that's why it's so vital that we reelect President Trump. I mean, I can't vote. I wish I could. Um, but I can't vote. But I do realize that President Trump not only has the Democrats, I call them demonic rats, um, he not only has the Democrats coming from him, but he has the devil and his angels coming from him. So it's not only a war for our country and a, a war against socialism, but it's also a spiritual war between God and Satan. And Satan, he's really pulling out everything. I mean, if like it, it's just it's disturbing how everything is coming into play. I mean, and they're not even showing. They're I mean they're showing their true colors. They're not even trying to hide it anymore, and that's the damning thing. That's the scariest part. Right. Exactly. Well, very good, man. Well, so, thank, you, thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Thank you. Keep keep your good work up. I watch uh, your videos every day. All right, man. Thank you. Thank you. Shout out to the caller. Young man, 14 years old, smarter than a lot of adults. That young man right there going places. He's going to be somebody unlike these unwashed heathens that are out there screeching BLM. You know, that that that, that lady that I showed you earlier that was in their car with the with the, the highest screech in the world. Her screech was so high that it, it affected dogs. She got she had she had literally a dog whistle in her screech. Dogs were yipping up all, all down in the place. When, when I played that, people said, hey, my dog got infected. My dog woke up. He was sleeping. 
That young man got some got some sense. So shout out to him. Shout out to Alexandra Z for the super chat who says, ABL, can you sit, can you get Kim Clasic to sit down with you, Officer Tatum, etc., for one of your live sessions? I'd love to. We'll see if we can make that happen. See if I can reach out if possible and get her to sit down. That'd be fantastic. All right, let's get to the next one. 575, you're on line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, this is Ty Nicholas from New Mexico. And I was just curious. Uh, Y'all might have talked about this already on your episode. I just barely kind of got on, and I heard everybody asking why they just keep doing this, pushing this race stuff. It's, and isn't it because the BLM founders have said to herself that she's a trained Marxist, and they're trying to bring communism. And that's exactly the smear tactic, the racist smear tactic. And no matter what you do, you're a xenophobe or anti-Islamophobe or whatever phobe. Yeah, you know, that's... I'm wondering what your thought about, about that was. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I've said that before. Like, this, this whole thing, they, they're telling you what they are, and they're not really trying to hide it. I mean, she got on TV and said that they are trained Marxists. And we see what they're yeah, doing. They, they're playing out. And also... Uh, one of the women, I think the same person that said that the trained Marxist is also kind of a Satanist or something, because I saw her recently, like today, in this weird kind of cult type ceremony with some angel wings of, I think it might have been her son's dead, her dead son's clothing. Really weird, really weird stuff. So, I mean, you got some other type of stuff happening here. It's not rooted in Christianity or any kind of positive religion. It's rooted in evil. It's rooted in Marxism, and it's not positive at all. And it's really scary that the, the, they've infiltrated the, the public schools, the high schools now, and the middle schools. And it was it was just universities, and now they started really early. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. They, they're going all the way because they, they want to be able to get you as soon as possible, right away, to, to poison you. Yeah, that's all I wanted to say, and I appreciate your show. Right, thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. All right, later. Alrighty, we got more calls on deck. Alrighty, we got nine seven two. You're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Excuse me. Hey, BL. This is the Play Majetic. I haven't spoken to you in a while. How's it going, bud? Everything's good, man. What's, what's happening? You doing good? Oh, not much. I just wanted to call and uh, make a couple comments real quick. Um, and. Uh, well, did did you have uh, Rupert Ginsburg's death as one of your topics on there? I didn't check. I figured it was. Yes, of course. Being yesterday. Yeah, I just got to bring this up once again to, uh, you know, I said this before when John Lewis had passed away a few weeks back or several weeks back. I guess it's been a couple months now. But, but anyway, you know, a lot of my friends, you know, a lot of my liberal friends who, I, you know, I have much respect for on a personal level because, you know, they're nice folks. But, you know, they laud and uphold. Uh, uh, Ginsburg for, you know, being a great Supreme Court justice and all. And I said, well, once again, here we go, lauding up somebody like John Lewis because of something they did over here. But on the one hand, on the other hand, rather, the sacrifice that was made uh, on behalf of her work was is unspeakable. And that is, you know, she legally protected women to kill the unborn. And, you know, people think that's like an old topic. That topic needs to constantly be harked on because it's the oppression of a, of a certain community, a certain uh, group of people in our current society. And I said, to, you know, I tell people, I said, would you have lauded a justice, let's say, <clears throat> in the uh, Scott versus Sanford case? Would you have lauded those justices who ruled in favor of Scott being having to be returned and be under, under uh, his master's ownership once again? 
you know, she basically did the same thing in her, in the way she conducted herself when it comes to the unborn. She allowed them to be treated as property. She allowed them to be legally protected or for women to be legally protected in treating their children like property. And uh, basically at the, uh, at the woman's will to have the cat, the child killed or treated however. And I'm like, why are we lauding these people who, if they did the same exact thing 150 years ago or whatever, people would be scorning them and be, would not, there would be much jubilation, if you would, at their death because of the things that they did while they were alive, the abuse of their power. I'm not, I don't know the lady on a personal level, and I'm sure she was a sweet lady. I heard she was very committed to her husband, and that's all good and well. But that does not give us a justifiable reason to ignore or to overlook the utter, the utter oppression that she had allowed to occur under, under, her or under her ruling. And that's something that needs to be maintained. That's something that needs to be continued to be spoken because this is how people continue to be mistreated in this manner because people don't ever talk about it. Anyway, go ahead. What do you think about that? I've spoken enough on that. Nah, I mean, I think I think you're on point. But people, I feel like it just kind of want to be overly nice about the situation and there's no need to be. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not trying to be rude, really. I'm, I'm not really a rude person, but at right. the same time, it's like, let, let's just live in reality, all right? If, if we say something right, about right. Ruth Bader Ginsburg while she was living, let's not say a different thing that she's not here. Keep consistent and be, just, just be honest. You know, don't, don't be rude when she's here. But be honest, right. and the same thing should be done right. while she's gone. Yeah, right. I mean, yeah, we're not we're not talking about her person. We're talking about the the what were her actions, and we're we're judging her actions here. Right. Correct. That's exactly what I'm doing. Her she 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 used her power to dehumanize a certain class of people, or to allow them to be legally dehumanized. I should say the treatment of them to be uh, as as uh, the dehumanizing treatment of them to be legally protected. And that's my point. And that kind of stuff should not be celebrated. And there's no greater issue uh, that would allow us to overlook that. That's that's my point. Right. Um, and we shouldn't be we shouldn't be you know if she if she had done this to slaves if she had done the same thing to slavery people would not be praising her they'd be saying tear down any statues of her. That's what they'd be doing instead. But instead, when she passes away, she's celebrated and lauded. And I'm not saying like you said I'm not saying there's no good thing she's ever done. But at the same time, the great evils that were allowed to be continued under that that cannot be ignored and that cannot be pushed off to the side. That's the greatest issue that's belong here, you know. Just saying. You're right, one hundred percent. Anyway, anyways, but I'll call back again, man. I keep watching you, so be ready because I'll be I'll be looking for another reason to call back. I appreciate you taking your time to uh, hear what I have to say. No problem, man. Thank you for the call. So, all right, take care. Bye. All right, a great call from the Polymogetic. And thank y'all again for being here. If you like what you're hearing so far, give me a thumbs up on the video. If you're listening through your favorite audio streaming platform, give me a five-star rating, a review, a share, whatever you can. I'd appreciate you if you did that. And be nice in the review. Let me get all the stars that you can. All righty. And let's do some more here. All right, Tariq, what's happening? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, bro, it's about to be a bloodbath, bro. Yeah, bro, it's going to get crazy. Bro, these liberals, you know, you got this Aslan dude. What's his name? I don't even know his name. From Re seeing, you know, where's Aslan? Talking about um, if if the Republicans replace uh, Jimberg before the election, we're gonna blow, we're gonna burn the country down. And you know what, bro? I wish to God, I wish to God, these Republicans had a spine 
and and stuck their middle finger up and just replaced her. It'd be like, what are y'all gonna do? Shoot, or you know what I'm saying? If y'all want to fight, fight. But bro, I, I just don't think that's gonna happen. You know why? Because we got Mitt Romney, who who is a beta male, is very emotional. You know what I'm saying? We got a Lisa Murkowski, you know what I'm saying? We got a Susan Collins. I'm hearing Chuck Grassy is going to wait. You know what I'm saying? I'm also hearing, uh, uh, what is his name from South Carolina, Lindsey Graham. And, and what angers me is that why don't the Republicans have this fighting message where, you know, we got to stick together. Like, did you read Maxine Waters' tweet? Maxine Waters is like, like, Democrats, we need to stick together, make sure that the Republicans don't elect anybody until after the election. I'm like, why can't the Republicans talk like that, bro? Why can't we have some hoorah? It's like, without Trump, bro, Trump, I commend Trump because Trump is on his Twitter talking about, listen, the American people elected us to vote for a Supreme Court. Republicans, let's get it done. And the thing is, bro, we got the majority in the Senate, but the problem is, bro, it's not the Democrats I'm worried about, bro, because we already know the Democrats are going to say no, you know. But the Republicans, they like, we, they do this moral thing with less respect. I'm like, man, these people never respect y'all. They think all of y'all are racist. They didn't. Even, they don't give Trump an inch or the Republicans an inch on anything. Like, you got to stick your middle finger up to these people, man. Um, I was going to also ask you about this, man. Um, what do you think? Because it, it, it's going to be a bloodbath. Do you think, in my personal opinion, I think Trump should elect a black conservative woman to the Supreme Court. And I know it's a little identity politics, but there's a strategy behind it. Because number, 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 number one, you can't throw the race card at her. Number two, you can't throw the sexism card at her. And number three, it beats Joe Biden. And it actually puts black people in the bind. Because, you know, I want to see, like, it, it's, it's going to show... If the Democrats keep talking about they want a black woman on the Supreme Court, are they all going to vote against her? I think it's going to wake black folks up. I think that'll be a strategic moment because I honestly think, and I don't care if it's, if it's a white person, but I think if they put a white person up, they're just going to throw the race card and the sexism. It's just, it is just, it's just going to be a bloodbath, man. And I'm thinking, if you put a black conservative woman up there. I think that'd be a, a very tactical play. Like, what 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 do you think about this? <laughs> oh, I think I think you're right about that, 100. percent Because she will also be the first black female Supreme Court justice, the first black female. So that'd be something monumentous. And you really couldn't attack her. You know, she got a good background, no kind of weird stuff. Um, black exactly. female. What are you really going to do? You going to try to come against her? How can you really? And then now, like you said, it'll put black folks in the bind. So you're going to vote against a guy that wants to put the first black female Supreme Court justice in there, all right? You're going to vote against him to vote for the white man that is opposing her. So it, it, what are you going to do? It's going to expose the black community because it's going to be like, are you guys, see, you guys aren't quote-unquote pro-black like y'all say y'all are. Y'all are pro-black Democrat because a lot of black folks, when when I see black folks being pro-black, it's just, it's just a fake white liberal message of what being pro pro black is man so yeah man it would really show like if all the democrats vote against her it really shows that they're really not serious about having a black woman on supreme court i think trump needs to make that play in just in just one last thing and I'm, I'm gonna get off bro you know when you remember when um trump was being impeached man 
and the Democrats, they were in those swing states. But they all, the Democrats all came together in those swing states and say, you know, we don't care about the consequences. We're still going to peace Trump. I pray to God the Republicans have that spine, man, where they're like, we don't care about the consequences. It's it's the agenda first, ride or die. Because if, if they can get that Supreme Court justice put it as a conservative, that's going to stop all this liberal garbage, man. And that's pretty much all I want to say, bro. All right. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, take care, man. All right. Great call from Tariq. Now, there is a black female Supreme Court justice uh, potential or hopeful. I'm going to try to find her name because I saw it here. Matter of fact, hold on. Because I have the woman. Okay. Now, let me see. Shout out to Malik Abdul. Uh, he does a lot of stuff from Roland Martin. Uh, he's, a, he's a conservative black male. He says, Hampton Duke Law grad and first black woman on the Fourth Circuit, Allison K. Duncan. Now, I heard she's not on the list, but she could be. That The list might get updated right quick. She's a conservative. Um, optically, that might be kind of a hard one to pass because when you look at her, she might not, she might not look black, but she actually is. So we'll see, we'll see how that goes. But Hey, if you got somebody on the list, somebody that's qualified, I say, go ahead and put them in there. Go ahead and put them in there and see what happens. Or just go ahead and get Amy Comey Barrett in there. The, the, the female card will be hard to defeat right there then you're going to get a whole other swath of the population that's going to be wanting to support her because of that okay eight seven no you're not lying i'm speaking to eight seven no hello yeah hey all right who am i speaking to this is alan all right i got background noise let me speak it down for me in the background can you hear me boss yes sir how about you all right turn your speakers down in the background for me please Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Hold on. Yeah, you hear me now? I, I hear you now. What's going on? How are you, sir? <laughs> Everything's good, man. What's going on? I just want to know, do you think we're going to end up having a civil war out of this mess? No, I don't think so, because most people, they're content with the Netflix and the video games. They're not really going to want to go to war. Um, there, there's some little skirmishes happening with these people in the street. And I feel like you got a lot of the same people that travel from country, from that country, from, from city to city, place to place. And, and they're doing some of the same old rabble rousing to try and affect the election. And I feel like they're being paid off as well. It's kind of a paid insurrection. And then once the election is over with, it, it'll stop because the budget will dry up. It was the same thing in 2016 and 2015 as well. When you had the black lives matter, so-called protests, really riots happening they kind of dried up after the election after like 2017 it was pretty much over and then they magically come back in 2020 that we have an election coming up again and i agree with you guys the republicans need to grow a backbone yeah I, I, yeah i just don't know i just don't think about them i guess i don't understand it but yeah. uh that's all i wanted to check and say check with you but just i just i just got a bad feeling that stuff gonna happen well i hope not and i thank you for your call definitely appreciate you i appreciate you so y'all keep doing a good job brother all right thank you all right bye-bye
All righty, let's get to some more calls here. Let's go. Okay. 860, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Oh, hey, ABL. It's Sonia. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Can't complain about yourself. <laughs> okay. All right. So, Kim Klasik on The View. Yeah. That was disappointing, although it was predictable. I used to watch The View all the time before COVID hit, and, well, for many years. I knew it was always political. I knew it was anti-Trump, but at the time, I was indifferent, didn't know better. Um, I cannot believe that instead of them focusing on her position, the one that she's trying to fill in her state, what she has in mind for her you know, community, that they were just uh, attacking her on Trump specifically, on things that had nothing to do with the seat that she's running for. Right, exactly. It's like, you know, okay, Bobby's talking about Trump and the virus. It's nothing to do with me. Let's talk about me and what my views are and what I'm going to do for the black community. And then it was like the whole thing basically was about that. So, you know, I, I think from the beginning, they just wanted to attack her because she is a conservative, especially a black female conservative, make it even worse. And the thing is, is that because she wasn't there to, you know, to defend anything that has to do with Trump, she's actually running for office. It makes me wonder, you know, any, any Republican, any conservative, anyone who goes there to talk about whatever they're doing specifically is going to be, you know, uh, ganged up on in this way. And then Sonny Hostin, I don't understand her because she's always saying she's a woman of color every other breath. You know, she wants to remind everybody about that. And she's also very conservative according to her, you know, her upbringing. So I don't know how she can do that and still be a Democrat. But anyway... Um, she said that she doesn't have the black community support. You know, when she was, when Kim Klasik, um was going back and forth with Joy, she wanted to, cut, you know, cut in there and I guess defend her and say that she doesn't have the black voter support or whatever. And I'm thinking, why would one woman of color tell another woman of color something like that? I mean, it's as if she was her enemy and all because she's conservative. And it's ridiculous and childish. Did you see how she was spinning in her chair too? She always looks like she's going to lose it, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that that was really childish. It was like going back to high school lunch table with, you know, little girls popping their gum and stuff like that. It's like, ma'am, you're about 40-something years old. You need to grow up. Let's let's go past the high school stuff. Yeah, she was an assistant DA, so she's an accomplished woman. You know, she has her education, her background, her career. And then she goes, you know, she reduces herself to that level. And another thing about her, you know, she wanted to say that the people at that appeared at the RNC, the black people, were props. And I can't understand for the life of me how she could say that when just the other day wasn't BET making a big deal about Kamala because she was wearing Tim's, like that's supposed to mean something to the black community. And then uh, Joe Biden going to meet with these uh, Hispanic voters to, you know, that song, Despacito. I mean, pandering to the fullest, but that they don't see or they pretend isn't happening. Oh, it's it's fine when they do it. It's okay when Hillary Clinton talking about I got hot sauce in the bag or Joe Biden says you ain't black. It's okay when they do it. It's it's totally fine. But if we even get accused of doing it, even if we don't, then it's a problem. It's not really a problem. It's only because we do something they don't like. If we take the if we if we breathe too much, that'll be a problem as well. Yeah, basically. And then I was thinking about Nancy because I cannot believe that she was talking up there about how riots and burning things and looting was unacceptable and that that should be prosecuted or uh, that they should, I guess, get arrested, that it was lawlessness. Out of nowhere, she comes out with this. Right. Yeah, that's, that's you know, because they're, they're seeing what's going on with the polls and they got to do something to try to reverse ship. Yep. 
definitely. It's so obvious. But um, And one more thing about Ruth, because that's the big, big news. If they can't, let's say, put someone in in time, I mean, do you think that they want to hold this up because if it's not filled, they can um, – you know how they want to hold the election anyway, even if the votes come in that Trump wins, they want they want to contest it or have them recounted or whatever. Do you think that um, by him not getting someone in her seat is another way to hold it off even further? Like, what kind of um, mess will that create? I mean, we're already in the mid-September. Uh, I'm confused. I it, don't understand how that works. <laughs> yeah, it, it'd be a bit crazy mess because you're going to need to have that um seat filled because you know with the whole thing with the with the election it's, it's gonna be some problems it'd be some challenges it'd be some court some some lawyering back and forth that's going to be an issue so you need to go ahead and fix that immediately and and if you don't then you you have some serious problems if trump tries to fill that role during that whole process that'd be madness because then the left will say are you doing that because you just want somebody to, to look out for you and to serve your best own your best interest so you get reelected. So just go ahead and do it right now to avoid all that, because either way it goes, it's going to be an issue you got to deal with. So do it now rather than later. Definitely. It doesn't matter when he does it, right? He's still the president. All right, ABL, thanks so much. I'm glad I got through. You have a great show as always, okay? All right. Thank you for your call. Definitely appreciate you. Take care. Bye. All right. Great call. Let's get some more here. Six eight two, you know line. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. What's happening? What's happening? Oh, not much. How you doing? This is Chris uh, from Texas. All right, everything's good. I got a, I got a background echo. Right, I got a, I got a background Mouse speaker. Echo. You got an echo? Mouse. Hang on. Are you there? I'm here. Does it sound better? That's perfect. That's good. Hey, I just want to talk about this, uh, the death of this, uh, Justice of the Supreme Court, right? And uh, I hate to, to see it come, but uh, it was already in the makings. Uh, they prolonged it as long as they could. But uh, I'm going to tell you something that you're not going to believe. That uh, I've been following Trump ever since they came, he came down the escalator, and even and even really before then. Because I was hearing some uh, big name uh, pastors, and uh, I'm not talking about, you know, your wishy-washy pastors and this, that, and the other. Uh, I'm talking about uh, the prophesiers, some pro people that prophesied even before he came down the escalator that uh, there was a man that was going to come into our the office of the presidency that was going to be a trumpet. Mm, okay. And uh, that was gonna that was gonna bring this country uh, to what it needed to be, and in one of the prophecies, maybe even two of the prophecies that I heard from these uh, these men, it was prophesied that at one time or another, he, uh, between his first or his second administration, he was gonna he was gonna appoint from three to five Supreme Justices to the Supreme Court. And isn't it, isn't, isn't it not amazing that he's fixing to appoint his third Justice to the Supreme Court? 
Yeah, and it, there, there, there will be more because I think Briar's getting up there. There may be a retirement, so it could be up to five. So, yeah, that, that's, it's... Hey, can you imagine if he goes into a surfing ter- second term? And uh, believe me, with what I've seen in North Carolina tonight and his other rallies that he's had since in the last week, there's no way he's going to lose. And... If he appoints five justices to the Supreme Court and his uh, presidency, that is going to be amazing. Oh, yeah. And even tonight at his speech in North Carolina, (coughs) uh, because there was rumors going around uh, in the news cycle, well, shouldn't the people decide uh, whether it be a man or a woman or this or this, that, and the other. So he put it up to the vote in the speech in North Carolina. And there was over, I think they said like over 30,000, maybe 40,000 people there at that speech in North Carolina. So he put it up to a vote. And he said, how many people in this audience wants me to appoint a man? And it was very low. <laughs> and he said, how many of these people that are attending this audience, this uh, deal, want me to appoint a woman? And the building exploded. Right. So get ready. Oh, yeah. This next nomination for the Supreme Court is going to be a woman. And she is, she's going to be untouchable. I hate to say it. Okay. And these these Democrats and these liars can just fall to the side and just let him do what he needs to do. Absolutely. And I appreciate you and all your audience and all your comments and the, the comments from your audiences. And I just love your show. And I'm just glad I was able to get in. But get ready. Because this this uh, nomination for the, to the Supreme Court is going to be critical. Because I've already heard like two or three reports of some of the main people that I listen to, and they're suggesting suggested is what happens with all the corruption that might happen and this that and the other and blah blah blah. What happens if it comes to, down to a vote of two sixty nine to two sixty nine? Right. Where yeah. is it going to go? It's going to go to Congress, and from there, it's going to go to the Supreme Court. Right? That's right. So he needs to appoint that justice as soon as possible. That's right. Absolutely. Th- thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate right? you. You're, you're right on point. Thank you for your All call. All right. ABL, a- love you. God bless you, and keep doing what you're doing. All right. Thank you. Appreciate you. Bye-bye. Right on point, laid it out plain for you, right there, right there, plain black and white. All right, caller, who am I speaking to? Hello, am I on the air? You're live on the air. Hi, I'm glad to be on the show again. Um, just have a few questions, especially about the topics that we see. I see everybody's talking about, um, we now have a vacant seat on the Supreme Court. Though, ultimately, um, my question is, uh, regards to that, what do you think Congress can do to really, uh, I'd have to back it up. I'd say 
in we we've seen the last couple of decades, you've noticed how the Supreme Court has become yet another part of the body politic. It's become politicized as most things are this point. It's no longer about judges really reading the facts of the case, the evidence of the case. It's vote it's putting into court justices by ideology at this point. We we've we've known that for decades. My question is what could Congress perhaps do if we were to elect a, a Congress that could make such moves in legislation to um, strip the judicial system, or I'm sorry, strip the Supreme Court of particular powers, and what can we do? What kind of guidelines should we put, such as, for instance, term limits? What can we put against the Supreme Court via Congress to really, for instance, prevent another RBG like that from happening to the point where, you know, somebody who's in and out of court because of medical issues and because of their age, you know, there could be a point where perhaps Congress could vote to get that to automatically, you know, force retire that justice if they are unable to um, perform their duties because, again, said medical conditions. Do you think Congress should put for, push for that type of legislation overall? No, because then at that point, now you would have the um, the, the the law, the legal branch overtake the judicial branch you don't want that you want to have separation of power you want to have the executive branch be there do his thing judicial be over here let, 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 I got, i'm stuttering here legislative do their thing have all those things be different and don't have one supersede the other if you can have congress go in there and just make up rules to try and like dominate it to the supreme court and the law and and, 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 the, and the judges then the judges are less effective than they were before. So you don't want to have that. I think the way it is now is fine. And I think that that's why it's important to vote because all these things matter. When she lets in your, your Congress, your, your Senate, the House, all that matters as it relates to the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court, it, it goes with the president. All, all of that kind of goes together. They got to go, have to all be independent and work properly. And if you don't have that, then you're going to have other, other problems. Well, but there's that. There's the issue. If Congress, let's, I, I'm not trying to say they should continue to pile on rules after rules after rules, and then the um, Supreme Court has to enforce those rules. By any means, I'm, I'm I meant to say more of um, legislative reform to push away other types of laws that then the Supreme Court has to abide by things that constrain their rulings. Which, if we were to really go with their meant to apply, which is based off the the Bill of Rights and that type of stuff. That's pretty much the whole basis as to what the Supreme Court makes its decisions off of, and that's what it should be based off of. But instead, we're getting ideological judges, you know, with particular biases, making decisions over issues that really shouldn't be, you know, much of a discussion. You know, you hear about cases for the Second Amendment that are being completely over they're overturned, and you have justices, for instance, like um, Kennedy Jr. or something like this, or Kenneth Roberts, I think is his name that are pancaking on these types of issues when there really shouldn't be in no debate when it comes to constitutional issues like that. But see, how do you really fix that? If you don't have the, if you don't have the Supreme Court deciding on it, how do you really decide it? Do you decide it among the Congress, like among the Senate, the, the, in the House? Like where, where does it actually get decided? Well, I mean, cause well, the Supreme Court isn't the lawmakers. They're the ones that abide and enforce the law but, as according to how it's written. I understand. But Congress is the one that writes that law. But see, if there's, so a, if there's a question about the law, then who makes a decision on the question of the law? If there's like, a, okay, you have a law written 
there's ambiguity there. People don't really know what's going on. How do you make a decision on what the the actual interpretation of the law is? Who makes that decision? I mean, well, yes, ultimately, the Supreme Court. What I'm trying to say is that if you really want, if we want rulings to go according to, let's say, the base law, that being the, the Bill of Rights, if we really want that to go how it is, as we see with a lot of these decisions nowadays, I'm saying Congress should step up. And I'm not saying, again, I'm not for bureaucracy and the piling on of extra legislation. I'm more looking for reform to scrap away other forms of legislation that would prevent the, um, the Supreme Court from making rather easy decisions based off the Constitution and based off the Bill of Rights. I mean, they're going to make it based on what their, what their opinion is, really. That's, I mean, even if you had a constitution, Bill of Rights, it still would be their opinion and their interpretation of that. Yes, I mean, even though it's their opinion, ultimately, their whole the whole purpose of them being put there is to, at best, try to be as apolitical as they can while enforcing, while making rulings based off of the law that's been there, the law of the land. You know, that's that's what ultimately I'm trying to. I was one of okay. thinking we could push for, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I see where you're coming from, but I think that right. the way it is now, I think the way it is now makes sense <clears throat> because you okay. got to be able to have people to make decisions that, that judge. That's what their whole thing is. And you, you, it's hard for you to really do anything else other than what's done right now. You just got to have good people in the court. That's, right. all that really, that's all it really boils down to because if you have bad sure. judges, you have bad outcomes. If sure. you have good ones, you have good outcomes. And, that, and that's why you should pick somebody that's not so politically driven one way or the other, and just have them be fair and be somebody that has a mind. But at a certain point, it's got to be some kind of way political because if you have, like, say you got Donald Trump in there, you don't want to hire or you don't want to appoint a person that has a history of more liberal-leaning decisions. And you're going to have ones that have more liberal or more conservative-leaning decisions. That's just going to be the nature of a person to be that way. So I thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Thank you again for having me on. Yeah, so you got to have people to make decisions. They got to interpret the law. And you're going to have it go one way or the other. For the most part, it's going to be A or nay. You, what you don't want, in my humble opinion, is a fence rider like uh, Chief Justice John Roberts. You don't want that. You want to got to make a decision and stick to it rather than kind of like, uh, that's just my opinion. 712, you're not alone. Who am I speaking to? Hi, ABL. This is Al. First of all, congratulations on your wedding. Let me start out with that. Thank you. I appreciate it. You bet. It's been a long time since I talked to you. Hey, uh, I just listened a little bit to the gentleman before you about qualifications. Um, did you know that you don't have to be a judge to be a Supreme Court justice? It's actually in the Constitution. You don't have to be a judge. You don't have to be a lawyer. Actually, he could elect Candace Owens. You know. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm, I'm serious about I, that. I, I, but, I know, I know, I understand. But here, I'm going to throw this out. We got. I listened to uh, President Trump's uh, speech tonight. He said they're going to. Sounds like he's going to pick a woman. Now, there's, of course, two women on the short list right now. I want you to think about talking about being a political battle here a little bit we have amy barnett right she's kind of more white i'm gonna hate to say be i'm gonna be this way just just to say it 
she's more white, probably higher class. She's a, she is a uh, judge. And then you've got a Barbara Lagona. Now, Barbara Lagona, interesting there, she is Hispanic and Cuban. Just which, if you if you were the president, I'm just if you were the president, and with this political ball that's in the air right now, who do you think would be the best pick of those two? You have one person that's basically a, they're both women, and one's basically white, and the other one's got Hispanic and Cuban uh, in her. What would you think would be the better ball to throw in the rain since we've watched the Kavanaugh hearings? Well, first of all, I want the most, I want the best person to be there. That's, you know, that's the main thing because you don't want to get into the identity game and then get a bad person in there. You don't want to get John Roberts Jr., basically. So that's the first thing. Second thing, um, you, you, you can throw the whole identity thing in there with the race just to kind of, you know, put him between rock and the hard place. You can do that. And I think that might be possibly a good strategy, but I'm not really sure how well it will work, especially if they don't really appear to be like clearly uh, a minority, just like the case of Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz technically is Hispanic, but he's white, really. So does it really work? I'm not really sure. So yeah, yeah I, I looked, I looked at, I, I looked at uh, Barbara, and she's kind of to me. I didn't know that she was Cuban, but I was thinking. My thought was here's my thought process is that. You have the Cuban and Venezuela uh, population down there in Florida, and she's Latino. And if they attack her in a, in a way like they did Kavanaugh, you're saying, okay, you're attacking. This is a Democrat, so you can just point right right back at them. Here, and, and let's just say that, that they're both very qualified people. I don't know either one of them, but considering that they've been vetted already. And if they're very qualified people, and they both for, and they're and they're very pro, both of them are pro-life. To me, it'd be like flipping a coin, but in a way, I mean, I like I like Amy because I've, she's been kind of brought up on a little bit more. But on the other hand, I'm kind of thinking, you know what? If I threw her out there and said this is the person that I want to put in there, now if the Democrats want to go after her, and then you say, hey, you know what? I'm going to throw this right back at you. You're attacking her because she's, number one, she's a woman. Number two, she's a Latino. Number three, she's a Cuban. Game over. Right. I mean, they use it against us all the time. And people, I mean, here's what we really need to do. We really need to contact some of these, our, uh, like Mitt Romney and Susan Collins and say, hey, you know, this is the base. This is your base speaking to you right now. You need to vote yes for let's go. Let's finally get some cojones and a backbone and stand up to these people because this is my, this could be our last time. And I and also tell I'm going to tell people out there it's important not just to vote Trump, but we need to also vote the down ticket, all the way down. You can't just vote, go in there and just vote for, for, for Trump. It's, the Senate is very, very, very important. Talk about consequences. We had a, refer, a recommendation. That's right. Uh, on, the, on the last election, guess what? We gained a couple seats in the Senate. Let's don't lose these seats. Let's gain more. But we lost the House. We need the House back, too. 
and put an end to this BS that's going on out there with all these cities and everything. Gotcha. So, I, I I believe you agree with me. I'm pretty much listening a lot to you, and I appreciate your platform, like I always said. And I guess you saved the best for last. Right, there you go. Thank you for your call, man. Definitely appreciate you. You bet. Bye bye, Bill, and and also congratulations again on your wedding. Hopefully, hopefully. You will have long life and a long, happy marriage. Thank you. I appreciate it. You bet. All righty. That's all I got for tonight. If you couldn't get in, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Thank you all for being here. You guys are the best audience on the Internet. I'll be back again live. Well, I'll come back live. I'll come back live on Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Also Thursday on Brandon Tatum's channel, 8 p.m. Eastern. And then, of course, again, Saturday live, 8 p.m. Eastern. I post pre-recorded videos all throughout the week on the channel. That's Monday through Saturday, usually two videos a day. And I'm going to try to put some more content out there. I'll tell you about that a little bit later when I start doing it. So uh, we got Super Chats on deck. I'm going to read those and then i wrap it on up. Thank you all for being here. If you like the content so far, don't go nowhere. Get some nice cold to drink. If you like the content so far, give me a thumbs up. Um, also, if you're not subscribed yet, I don't know what you're waiting on. Subscribe right now. It is 100% free. And click the bell as well so you get notified whenever I go live and or post a new video. If you're listening on the audio streaming platform, give me a five-star rating, review, a share, a like, whatever you can. I'd appreciate you if it did that. Alrighty. Let's get to the super chats and then I'm going to go ahead and wrap it on up with the bow on the top. Alrighty. Let me see. Where am I at? Thank you to... Um, okay... Okay, thank you to Earl Lucky for your donation. Thank you to Sassy78108, who says, do you think liberals are trying to scare people to vote for Biden by threatening large scale? Okay, I, I read that one. Thank you to Duke Lebowski, who says, he should announce selection Monday and at the same time invoke insurrection Act. I read that one too. Um, Let me see. Oh, thank you to Jeremy Marsh, who says, what about all the cop ambushes? Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's part of this whole BLM insurrection thing. They're emboldening these criminals. What did they say earlier? Who do we who do we protect? Black criminals. That's what they say. They say it to you right in front of your face. There's no there's no hiding what they're about. They're out in the open with it. Thank you to Tim Wesley who says, Hello, ABL. Hope all is well. I have a question. Why a lot of people are saying both Biden and Trump are racist? I mean, I know Trump is not a racist, but other people are saying it. I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I don't know why anybody will call Trump a racist aside from the fact that they don't like conservatives. They don't like Republicans because before Trump was running for president, I never heard about Trump being a racist and he's been famous for a long time since like what the seventies and eighties. So if you were a racist, I think we know about it by now. You can't be in the public eye for like 40 years and nobody know you're racist until you're about to be 75 years old. It doesn't make any sense. So it's just bogus people making up stuff because they want to attack the president for being conservative and also for not being a part of, for not being a puppet, basically. That's all that it is. And I, I see, uh, we got, got my wife in the comments saying, wish ABL a happy birthday Tuesday. Yes. My birthday is Tuesday. I'll be 36. I, I'm, I'm a young man still, but I'm not young no more. I'm, I'm old. I'm old man, Logan. So thank y'all for the birthday wishes. All right. Shout out to Deputy Dave527 who says the radical left lost their religion. That is why they lost their sense of reality. A very good point. And you know what? What's, what's happening right now is that the BLM movement has become their religion all day long. Thank you to 
Let me see. Zachary Titchen says, didn't hang up. Skype did five minute limit. Thank you to murder BR23. Ain't no limit on Skype. Stop playing. Anyway, thank you to murder BR23 who says, ABL keep on keeping on, sir. America needs more real bros like you. Thank you for that. Thank you to Theo Freistas who says, how crime dropped to zero. Put him in cuffs and in the patrol car. I'll ride him back to set the transgender Satan the sheriff. <laughs> Crazy. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. who says, happy three days early. Um, happy birthday three days early. Thank you for that. Uh, thank you to, and you know what? People say that I look old and young. People that know me in person, they say I look younger. When I got a fresh shape, especially, so you don't see the salt and pepper. But people online say I look older. It's weird. Okay. Thank you to Rachel Clark who says, ABL, you are a blessing. Thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you to the People's Barbecue for your donation. Thank you to My Name Is Beyond Your Comprehension who says, 36, I got you by a few. Watch you every day. I share with the most. I appreciate you, uh, one American to another. We only get one chance to make it better, and that's what you're doing. Thank you for that. Thank you to Donna Luce or Luce for your donation. Thank you to Sweet T who says, I say do it now. These people are trying to cheat. Exactly. Talking about Supreme Court justice. Hey, go to get her in right now. Get her in right now. Keep on, keep on keeping on. Thank you to Leo Mazina for your donation. Thank you to UI Ball for the donation. It says appointment bear appoint bear by Tuesday. ABL's birthday. There you go. Perfect birthday gift. How about that? Thank you to Dutin Heifer, who says Jorgensen for Prez. Two party is killing this dead. Joe Jorgensen, the Black Lives Matter supporter, the person that said we can't just be anti-racist, we got to be actively anti-racist, the BLM. <laughs> Come on. Joe Jorgensen supports Black Lives Matter. Like, that right there is enough for me to say, no, I'm not voting for you, regardless of what. Okay, let me see. Thank you to... Let me see. Hold on, let me get back to where I was. Um... Thank you to RR for the thank you emoji. I appreciate you. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. who says, ABL, what do you think about these states going red? Oregon, Washington, Massachusetts, New York, Rhode Island, Hawaii. None has gone red since 1984. Possibly Oregon. Possibly. Because of Portland. And because once you take away singles voting in Oregon, Portland is red. Little known fact. So possibly Oregon, Washington State, maybe not. Freetta might be too far gone. Massachusetts, New York, n no, because of the city, New York City. Rhode Island, maybe. Hawaii, no. Too many vacationers are not from Hawaii. Thank you to Ghost Crusaders, who says, new TikTok deal, Walmart, Oracle bought it. American made 25,000 new jobs in Texas. Hold on, did, did that just happen? Hold on. I mean, let me search here. Okay. Okay. I see it right now. It says Trump agrees to dealing with TikTok will partner with Oracle and Walmart. Okay. Well, we'll see. So that might avert this whole thing with the, um, what was that? The, the, the shutdown. All right. Thank you to Joel G who says Democrats don't debate at the local level and shield themselves publicly stating not partisan opinions will properly push in their ideology. Thank you to praying for the rapture who says had a bad day today. Nothing like watching the UFC and ABO to make it all better. Well, I'm glad you're able to, you know, get lifted up. I appreciate you. Thank you to Sharon Glover who says RIP RBG. Thank you to Hard or 
H-A-R-D, who says, we need to bring McCarthyism back. Do you agree? I don't know about that one. Maybe. Thank you to Sharon Glover, who says, what about Pelosi changing her tune about riots? Obviously, never that Democrats are going down with their attitudes. She had to start seeing them polls. It ain't looking good. Then you got to go the other direction. Thank you to Laura Larson for becoming an ABO supporter. And then a member of the ABO squad. Thank you to Alexandra Z. I read that one. Thank you to Sweet T for becoming a member of the ABO squad. Thank you to Justice Smith, who says, Food Line or Kroger, after you answer, I digress. It's <laughs> no contest, man. That's not even in the same category, man. That's like saying, that's like saying, um, what, what's a good comparison? That's like saying Rolex versus Timex. Both Timex is good, don't get it twisted, but Rolex, I mean, come on. This, this is the industry standard. And Food Line is Timex, a good store. I mean, it's a neighborhood store. They got good food. Nothing against Food Line, but Kroger is on a whole different level, sir. I mean, Kroger is the wave. I mean, that's that's the Mercedes. That's not that's the Rolls Royce. That's the G5 jet of grocery stores. Kroger, period. Better than Whole Foods, Trader Joe's, everything. Kroger. I'm telling you. I think it's a... Um, and the reason why you asked that is because I probably was on Brendan Tatum's show talking about that the last time. Or might have been talking about it here. I forgot. Thank you to, I can't pronounce, uh, WMRY236F7 who says, AABO is done from Pennsylvania. I usually send support to Jericho and B. Tatum. Wanted to send you some support. Keep up the good fight. Thank you for that. I appreciate you. Thank you to Eliza Jean who says, we all need a campfire. ABO callers in chat equals family. There you go. Thank you to Gwen Beaver, who says, God bless ABO. We appreciate you. I appreciate you right back. Thank you to Lewis from Spain, who says, Biden clicks play and you hear highway to hell, highway to hell. Trump clicks play and you hear, I see trees of green, red votes too. I see them bloom. <laughs> Shout out to you and the music emojis. Thank you to Devin Mackinac, who says, had a golden opportunity to kick it with Bryson Gray and his lady in Homer Glen, Illinois last night. Be still my heart. Saw Sheriff David Clark speak too. Yeah, shout out to them. Big shout out to um, Bryson and Shekinah. You know, they're, they're great people. Thank you to Andrew Finn for becoming an ABO supporter. Thank you to Pat Brooks for the number one fan emoji. Thank you to Hydro PX who says, get working on some babies. Thank you to Jay Case for your donation. Thank you to Zedrus Kane Sword who says, to ABL and Mrs. Congrats and early happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you to Lili, who says, I just read that Biden wore his mask inside out while reading remarks on RBG. Not surprised. He don't know what's going on. He has no idea. What's up, down, in, out? He don't know. Thank you to Senar SJW Elite for becoming a member of the ABL squad. And that's all I got. Aldi, Aldi's trash. Aldi is like a low-budget version of Trader Joe's. <laughs> Aldi ain't that bad. It's, it's kind of like a glorified. If you put a corner store and a Trader Joe's together, you got Aldi, basically. All right. That's all I got. Thank you all again. You guys are the best audience on the Internet. Thank you to Charles Turner Jr. Um, to Nate, of course. Um, who else? Uh, Rapper 10,000. Zealand Zen. Genesis Kane Sword. Um, everybody. Bill from the Hills. Ansel. I'll see you, boss. Um, all you guys for moderating and keeping them trolls out. Last Gene of, of Will I See You. Because the trolls were happy tonight. I was seeing that in the chat. And it was just some weird stuff they were coming in here with. I don't want no bread. I don't want a peanut butter jelly sandwich. 
I don't want no lunch meat, so I don't know what that was all about. They kept talking about bread every five seconds, but I'm glad you guys were able to get them trolls up out of the chat. Keep everything nice and clean. And thank you to everybody that watched, that called, that donated, whatever you did, I appreciate it. And that is all I got for tonight. So I'll be back again live on Wednesday on this channel, Thursday, Brand Nintendo's channel, Saturday, right here again. Every time I'm on live is right around 8 p.m. Eastern. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.